0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters! On this, our ninth spoiler cast for the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss arguably one of the most controversial and revered follow-ups to a masterpiece in video games, The Last of Us, Part two.
1: Hmm.
0: I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with us, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novacell What's up? And our final member of the GMG Quadfecta, since our third member, Ronnie, does not own a PlayStation console still. He's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and La Caretta in his old stomacho, Mark
2: Boucher. Take on me, chung,
1: chung, 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 take chung. me
2: on, chung, 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 chung. I won't do the whole thing.
0: But. <laughs> I was having fun being your guitar. <laughs> Is that, that what a guitar called? sounds like? Acoustic chung, guitar, yep. Ch-chung chung. Yep, chung, chung. yep. <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like. Ch-chung chung. All right, fellas, we have all... Finally beaten. Actually, let's reword that. I have finally beaten (laughs) The Last of Us Two. Yeah. Three weeks ago, you guys beat The Last of Us Two. Congratulations. Yes. And so tonight we are going to chat about it. This game currently has a 94 out of 100 on Metacritic. Ooh. A, I believe a 3.1 on the user reviews. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about that. See, that's ridiculous. We're going to talk about that. We will talk about it. No spoilers yet, but yeah, it's ridiculous. But this baby has sold easily four, if not five million, unofficial million copies. Uh, It is a hit. And our goal tonight is to cover the highs and lows, share our experiences, share the impact, and of course the bigger picture, because along with so many other things in life, this game has so much to tell us, not just in the realm of video games, but in life, in faith, in love, in hate. Yeah. So uh before we jump into just full spoilers, the story and just kind of the things that we experienced, I'd like to just get an overall view. Uh of course we want to continue by saying full spoilers. If you have not played this game, pause, play it, come back, and listen. Spoiler worth the wait.
2: Spoiler alert.
0: So we are going to spoil the Bojangles out of this game, but I really just want to hit an overall The Bojangles? Like.
2: That's the second admit- time I've heard you say that now. In our last episode, you used it, and now you're using it Did tonight. I? All I can think of is like a Bojangles Cajun filet biscuit yeah. now. The buttery
0: biscuits. <laughs> it's Tim Hall. He's here with us in spirit. in spirit. We still miss him and love him for sure. Mm. Uh, yeah, so what was your overall like experience with this game? Patrick. Overall experience. Overall experience. Do you want to? Do you want to do a? Because I feel like like a rating or something is not for later on. Because later yeah, on we're we'll going to get into the thick of it. So I'd mm-hmm. like. I would like an overall experience and rating for it. We'll just jump oh, right into the rating. right now. Okay, goodness. Yeah, All right, just uh, hit it out there, and then we'll get into the meat.
3: So uh, the way I like to rate games is depending on if I want to replay it. You know some games for me you know I'll play it I'm like okay I'm done with it I'm and I'll put it away and I'll never play it again this game it was one of those games where I beat it even though I wanted to go after the platinum which which I ended up getting um, I wanted to play it again just because of the story and I'm a very story driven kind of guy when I when I'm playing games and this one had it in droves the um, the way that this game uh, made me feel uh, emotionally and I mean from from the one side of the spectrum to another uh, making me feel good making me feel sad uh, to angry uh, to scared uh, this this game this game did it all and it was hills yeah. and valleys I mean there was for you sure know, c- scenes where yeah uh, uh, I, I felt like it was just the lowest of the low and then they would go to the next scene and bring it back up a little bit. Um, and this game did it over uh, over and over again. Right. And um, I thought I was pretty close to being done with the game. Uh, and <laughs> it ended up only being half the game. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I was like, whoa. Because to, to be honest, the second half uh, of the game to me felt like it was DLC. Uh, in yeah. a sense where we got, uh, um, a whole nother story and I was loving it. I was loving it cause I, cause the world, um, from the last was last of us one, you know, I love being in that game. I played it multiple times and, um, for this game, I played it, I played it twice and, um, yeah, um, going back to, yeah, this, this game made me play it more than once. And, um, I absolutely love this game. Um, uh, over, overall, overall uh, I would say I would score this one um a three point one. I'm gonna go along with the user scores on Metacritic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> liar fake news. Uh no, no. This game this game to me um was uh was a ten out of ten, uh okay. for sure. Um, nice. I absolutely love almost almost everything about this game.
0: Yeah. Nice.
2: Cool, man. All right, Mark, how about you? So I'm pretty much the noob when it comes to uh, The Last of Us. As you guys know, um, uh, I kind of sat on it on the first one for a while. Um, mm-hmm. and so You played it just in time. Yeah. So it worked out yeah. in the end. Yeah. You got
0: like the full experience all at once. Yep. And so that, was a, that was a I cool like way to do it.
3: Sometimes I'm jealous when that happens with people, where they, they don't get into the story until the yeah. sequel or the third one comes out and then they can just binge them all yep that's that's awesome
2: so um you know that was all fresh in my mind um and that kind of feeling that i had from the first one was was fresh into my mind um when starting the second one and so you know obviously I'll, i'll i'll unpack some of my thoughts but um this game really is not like, linear in terms of its... And, and cut and dry in terms of its storytelling. It really takes some twists and turns that get you to think. And it, it makes you sit in your... in certain emotions that you don't feel comfortable with for a while. And makes you sit and actually <clears throat> think about those emotions. And actually process them. Um, whereas, normally video games, yeah, they, they certainly make you feel emotions, but... I think this this kind of hit differently. Um, and especially since, you know, um, it didn't necessarily play out the way I think it necessarily should have gone. But, we'll get more into that. But anyway... Okay, um,
3: I'm interested to hear that. But,
2: huh. um, <laughs> all that being said, um, I, I would say... I would say this is a nine out of ten for me. Um, mm, okay, it wasn't wasn't perfect, but I mean they did they did a great job. They did a lot of improving on a lot of the mechanics of the first game, and um, you know they definitely they definitely wove a, a good story, in in my opinion. Um, as much as I wrestled with the story, uh, overall they told it well. Um and uh, it kept me interested, so uh, yeah, I would definitely say nine out of ten. Cool.
0: All right, so this game was a crawl for me, and a literal crawl. A literal crawl. <laughs> I set the settings to make me invisible when I crawled, and I crawled from Jackson. To Santa Barbara. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. But uh, no, this it was a crawl for me, but not because of the game. I will say that part of me throughout playing this game was kind of glad that I could only play it in one to two hour chunks because it is so thick full of just information and highs and lows and character development. Uh The gameplay, the the stress, I have never... Okay, I cannot stress enough that I played this game on the easiest setting possible. I turned on half of the accessibility from the beginning. I was like, I am not fooling around with this game. I had told you guys in the spoiler cast that I played Left Behind, and I quickly realized that it had been too long since I played a scary game. And somehow I've turned into Chicken Little... And I just get stressed out. I have to like reapply deodorant every 10 minutes. (laughs) I have to take a shower after each session. Like it's crazy. Like I just get so stressed out. And even with the settings on the easiest, I found myself just so nervous walking into areas, forgetting that all the character all the all the NPCs and enemies were like legally blind because of all the settings that I had. Like I could walk in front of them and they would just be like Is there somebody there? Like, they just could
1: not see me at all. (laughs) And I still would
0: get scared. I hated the stalkers. But without, I don't, I don't, I need to stop because I'm getting into like the meat of the game. But, but overall, like, even despite the stress, I, I had, I really, I loved and hated this story more than, more loved than hated. But it was, it was not a hated, like, I don't want to do this. It was more a, I can't believe you're making me do this and I can't believe I'm enjoying it or not. That makes it sound kind of weird because I didn't like enjoy it. Like, Oh, this is nice. It was like, this is a story. This is a real story and it connected with human emotions. It connected in ways with people that I would not in a normal like day to day aspect of my life, be able to step into the people's shoes that are going through these kind of things and somehow Naughty Dog just, like, it made me, it made me, they made me sympathize, empathize with people that, on the service, I'm like, they need Jesus. And they, I mean, by the end of the story, they still needed Jesus. But they all need Jesus. At the, they all need, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there that need Jesus. But in this game, it's like 100% need Jesus. Uh, but I just, I could not deny the fact that this game is a masterpiece, like, I was, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, like last of us one is like Logan or the road, like in terms of films, you know, it's got that dark feel. And like with Logan, I watched it once, loved it, probably never going to watch it again. Like it just was, it was such a sweet experience. Now I didn't have the same thing with the last of us. I replayed it again, but then last of us (laughs) two, the only thing that I can compare it to in film was kill bill. I was like, oh, this is a lot like Kill Bill, like revenge and lots of blood squirting everywhere, and you know all that jazz. But then I thought about it. I'm like, this is a Shakespeare tragedy. Like this is a classic video game, but in the darkest way possible oh, on an so emotional dark. level. So dark. And I even talked to my wife a little bit about it. I want to actually sit down with my wife. I had intentions of doing it earlier this week, but it just didn't work out. But I really think that if I like explain to her the story in general and just explain it from the position of this is like pixar meets shakespeare tragedy like it's just the best storytelling ever and it's dark and it's it's hard to deal with but it it makes you go beyond the video game like i love video games i love escaping i love but this game helps you like think about things in a different way on emotional level and Mm. and just so many spiritual level uh, even with people needing Jesus in this game, so many things to think about on a spiritual level. But anyways, I say all that to say I sit right in between Mark and Patrick, and I give it a 9.5 out of 10.
1: Okay. All right. And the half,
0: the half really comes down to the fact that there are decisions and things that we will talk about in the spoiler cast that I, I just I can't. I just can't. It just doesn't combine with my psyche and my heart yeah. and everything else. But at the same time, I understand like, I understand the circumstance and the context. And so, yeah. All right. So, we got, we covered the spread between nine, nine and a half, and 10. So, I would say this game is probably pretty good. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's say it's decent. let's Let's jump into the highlights, the things that we loved. Uh, you know, we're not going to go beat for beat everywhere, but I'd at least like to cover sections of the game so that we okay. can touch about, because each section was so different and so special. Like, they, 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 they had the most variety of everything in this game. Yeah. Like, in terms of gameplay, in terms of story, graphics, settings. Like, no Naughty Dog game, I don't think, has had this variety of everything. Playable characters, like like playing as, you know, spoilers of course, playing as Ellie and playing as Abby, totally different in, in feel in, in and yeah. guns and everything. And so, this game is so varied. I feel like we've got to cover some sections And so we're going to start with Jackson, the opening, Uh, the the opening that gave us the recap that gave us the recap of Last of Us 1 and Joel telling his brother Tommy what he had done and then transitioning Mm. to meeting the community of Jackson and just being like, look, things kind of worked out. Uh, They're there. They're doing great. It's been four years, five years, and uh, pretty much everything's all right. You feel a little bit of conflict. In, uh, you know, Ellie's relationship with Joel, which you don't know why. Uh, so what did you guys think of the beginning, Mark? What did you think of, uh, you know, the opening and the opening section of Jackson and all the things that lead up to, of course, the big first crazy moment in the game?
2: Yeah, of course, this is all like the calm before the storm. Um, you know, they're, they're thriving in this nice little community in Jackson. Um, I love that they started in winter. The nice contrast of the of the colors, but they were like faded colors and things like that, um, just just gave it this sort of calm feeling. Um, I love how the game sets up uh, tutorials of how to play and weaves it in. They weave it into the story. I love when games do that. Like uh, yes. the like for example, the snowball fight.
0: I was just thinking the exact same thing. Yes, snowball um, fights, wondrous,
2: which was hilarious, because <laughs> they're like uh dina's like you want to you want to blank him up yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh it reminded yeah. me
0: of uh dumb and dumber of course uh not lloyd the other one who harry uh, hit, yeah harry hitting the girl hitting the the female lead in the face with the snowball <laughs> and like destroying her That's how I felt playing with those kids. I was like, headshot, you're going down. I got this baby on super easy, so I'm destroying all of these children.
2: Yeah, you can annihilate those kids with those snowballs. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you can. But, um, yeah, I mean, the opening, it it sets up that there's been some sense of stability and normality in the face of everything that's happened with the cordyceps uh, virus and all that, um, that they've been able to kind of find some normality in in the craziness um and find some some unity um and so obviously that sort of sets things up for things to fall apart um yeah but um it's it's interesting how much uh, attention to detail um and of course every naughty dog game is like that the attention to detail is is great um they ramp
0: it up with each game, so much. I yeah. feel like with each Naughty Dog game, I'm going from Nintendo to Super Nintendo to N64. Yeah. Like when you compare every Naughty Dog game, they always have a jump, regardless of the system, the console, or anything. Yeah. It's amazing how they always iterate.
2: But but yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great it's a great setup. Everything is beautiful. Um, yeah. They they did a great job with this opening.
0: I really wanted to live there. Yeah. Like the dogs, the the little animals run around the families because they didn't. I mean, they didn't have dogs in the first one. I don't remember. Yeah, they did. Don't remember, they breed. had one dog. That you oh, could yeah, pet. You, could pet. you
3: could pet the dogs. Yep, remember. Oh, in fact, it put was the, the same. Had Tommy one.
2: had one. It's the same yeah. dog.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, fair enough. But then the dogs that add to this, of course, we probably weren't big fans of. But we'll get to that eventually. So, Jackson, how about for you, Patrick? What did you think of Jackson? The setup leading up to the Tiger Woods moment.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I thought it was cool that they finally had like a, a community uh, felt like uh, felt like a normal life. You know, they were they were also going out on patrols, you know, here and there uh, for um, for the 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 infected and things like that, uh, but. One of the, the one of the big things that stuck out uh, to me was the uh, first um, interaction between Joel and Ellie, uh, mm-hmm. where he brings a guitar uh, to her, and you could sense uh, some unease, yep. uh, some tension between them. Um, and you know, going back to the Last of Us spoiler cast that we did uh, last month, uh, one of the predictions that, that that we had was, you know, like Joel's, Joel's going to die and uh Ellie's going to find out about um the lie that Joel had told her at the end of Last of Us 1. So that was always in the back of my mind. So when that, when that tension was happening, um I immediately knew that she knows. Yeah. And she is holding something against uh Joel at that point. We didn't know at this point cuz this is only the first few minutes of the game. So right. um that was just in the back of my mind. Um, but then uh, then Joel sits down and starts singing a song to her, and which sets up the rest of the game. Yeah, uh, because if you listen to the lyrics, uh, it says, "If I ever were to lose you, I would surely lose myself." Yep. And um, you know, Ellie loses. Well, I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves. But you know, while <laughs> I'm talking about it, Ellie, Ellie loses Joel Spoilers. in a horrific fashion right and uh she just she goes off on she uh uh, a whole storyline for the rest of the game where she kind of loses herself yeah and we'll Well, get and 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 we'll and i'll tie this back once we get to once we get towards the end of the game uh but uh that like tender moment where joel was kind of singing to her and because she he wanted to teach her the guitar and yep that's one of the things that they said, like in the last of us one is she's like, I'm going to, he's, he's like, I'll teach you to play a guitar one one day. And he in the first scene of them uh, together in the last of us two is he brings her a guitar yeah. um, and sings that tender song uh, from Pearl in Jam.
0: And that, that song, shout out to Pearl Jam who probably saw an uptick in their sales for that song. On oh, 100% digital oh, yeah. sales and everything else. Uh, and shout out, not shout out, but mad props to Naughty Dog for picking a song that like faked people out. Cause the song didn't officially come out until after outbreak day, but, uh, they had done their research to where the song had actually been released early on YouTube and would have been seen by those who were paying attention in that alternate timeline. So they chose a sh- They chose a song that wasn't really well known, but it was still, like well known enough and of course pearl jam all of us kids in our 30s we know definitely who they are yep and yeah. so that that was really cool
3: yeah so that was that was my first impression uh for the beginning um of the game before yeah. uh i guess probably about 3 hours in when we nice. get um i don't know maybe it was a little bit less is when we start taking control of abby
0: yes and, and that at this point
3: yeah oh, and, and yeah. at this point you know like when when I'm starting to play as Abby, you know, we're in the lodge and they are looking on the uh, on the town uh, of Jackson. And to me, I'm like, okay, they're they're looking for Joel or they're looking for Ellie. At this point, I'm like, okay, are these the bad guys or not? Or are they just are they the Fireflies and they're still looking for a cure? Uh, this is this is in the back of my head. And then so we would take control of her. Um, in my mind, I'm like, okay. How many characters are we going to control in this game? Is this yeah. just one of many? Well, or crazy. is this a storyline we're going to get?
0: Yeah, what's crazy about it is they take the beginning of The Last of Us 1 and they just jumble it together. Like, for example, they don't immediately start with like shocking on the first 15 minutes. It's very calm. It's just Joel telling a story. up. And then just setting things up slowly, little by little. Like you feel a little bit of the, the awkwardness between Joel and Ellie. Uh, yeah, you get to meet is, some characters, a,
3: and that that's slow, slow moving storyline. Oh, line that's a slow is indicative burn for the rest of the game. Yep, and it's hit that's little by little throughout it.
0: the game. Yep. But uh, they do the beginning totally different. You know, they they, they have characters like Dina and Jesse. They introduce these characters that are gonna be throughout the game, but you can already tell like the the dynamics between them, which is totally different. Like before, it was just you are Joel. You've suffered, you know, Sarah's died and et cetera. This time, like, you're in a town that's totally different. And then they throw a controllable character that's not Joel or Ellie at you within the first hour, hour and a half. And that's totally different. Like, for one, because we played part of one, we expected to control somebody else. There's no way, you know, maybe like 10% of us were like, I'm going to be Joel and Ellie the whole time. Uh, The rest of us were like, Naughty Dog, you just can't. You can't try to predict what they're going to do. And so they give yeah. control of Abby, and it's like,
3: who's this? What is
0: already? It's just yeah. the first hour, and I'm already controlling some random person. And I just. Right. And, and I'm thinking that,
3: in my head, like, who who is this? Like, how yeah. does she connect to the story?
0: And I immediately died as her when I got. By those uh, <laughs> stupid infected, You're like, I'm running, right like, and, and I'm like, I have the accessibility thing on to where you click in the left stick and it'll show you the direction you need to go, and I still got overrun by the stupid infected and got killed. And I was like, well, I don't know who you are, so guess what? I don't really care. I just hate <laughs> yeah. the animation of dying and your you know your face ripped off and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, so. We have people on patrol. We have, you know, a little bit of exploration. I think even from the beginning of the game, you have collectibles and safes and workbenches. I think the only workbench I missed was actually in Jackson. I don't know how I missed it, but I did. And uh, I loved the little side things like that the collectibles, uh, you know, and we'll kind of talk about the collectibles as they go throughout, but the collectibles and how they interacted with the world and interacted with the maps and the The way you did things was really cool. I really enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, for sure. I was so mad I missed the very first safe um, in in one of the buildings. I missed that too. I I was trying to look around to to try to go back because I guess the the actual code um, for the safe was um, that... Employee of the Month picture of the dog. Yeah, yes.
0: <laughs> I didn't even see that, and I and, never even looked for the safe numbers. I just spun it until it clicked. Did yeah, the apparently
2: click. you can if you listen carefully. You can actually you can. hear the click.
0: It works really well.
2: But I went back to to actually find the code and ended yeah. up progressing, and so obviously uh, there, you, you yeah. go you drop through the floor, and at that point you can't go you back. Can't go back. So nope. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah. I oh, missed man, that safe, so- but.
3: Yeah, this this, uh, this game, you know, I slow played it. Uh, it took me about almost 30 hours to, to complete. So I was looking around at everything, taking in yeah. the sights. And I saw the employee of the month. And I'm like, why is there employee of the month? There's got to be something here. And I found the dog before I even got to the safe. So when I got to the safe, I'm like, oh, I already know what the answer is here. Nice. Because, I, because I was excited <laughs> well that there was a dog as employee of the month.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had to use the, uh, the accessibility option to uh, use sonar to pick up uh, where items and all kinds of stuff was. It would just like beep, beep, beep throughout. You could do it with enemies, too. And I used that almost the entire game, except the first hour or two in Jackson where I missed the workbench and I missed the safe. Ah, You'll have that. Yeah. So Jackson is nice, but things quickly heat up. I think within two or three hours, you yeah. are introduced to Abby, and then Abby she is saved by Joel and uh, Tommy, yeah. and then they run into their group and they're having a little awkward
2: conversation.
0: And uh, I want to put a
2: pause. I want to put a pause right there before we get to what we're going to specifically talk about, because um, as you as you guys know. Um, Naughty Dog, unfortunately went through a horrible leak of, of, of a lot of pretty close to finished, uh, you know, information, data, um, actual video, like cutscenes and things like that of the last of us part two, um, to the point where they, they kind of had to acknowledge it. And, uh, that's where you knew it was true. Um, and and so um, with that information, and I this is I found this out before I decided to go and play The Last of Us, the first one. Um, and so I had looked up the spoilers, and I had this information in my mind. And so uh, in this scene where you know, at you're playing as Abby, and and she's running from these these runners, and all this stuff, and. All of a sudden, you meet up with with Joel and Tommy. Yep. And immediately, my heart sunk. Yep. Because I I, I, I knew what was going to happen, but I still felt the emotional weight of it. Um, and so obviously we've we've kind of touched about it. This is coming up on on Joel and his untimely death. Um, yeah. And so um, that was one of the leaks. Was, was his death scene and how he died and, and it was fully rendered, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's unfortunate that they experienced the type of a leak, but just, just even still even knowing that information, I still felt the emotional weight of what was coming.
0: For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I mean, I had heard, heard things as well. I knew that he got, he got beat up by some people, uh, I didn't have the spoiler information as confirmed that he was like for sure going to die, but it was very much a possibility. And I already believed before the leaks came out that he was going to die. So, uh, it, I knew it was coming. I didn't expect it this early. Um, and, but you could feel the awkwardness like immediately in Abby's eyes when she met Joel, when she heard his name, uh, when they gather together in the lodge and they have that very quick conversation and they say their names and immediately things go south. And, I like felt sick. Like it was just like oh, I can't believe I'm. I i can not believe this is actually happening. Like I don't know, Patrick. How did you feel when you encountered this whole uh, section of the game?
3: Uh, so uh, I just I had a feeling that he was he was going to die, uh, but uh, the way the entire team uh, of uh, the of Abby's team, you know, like. And Owen and all them, like they were all they, they all had like a difference of, uh, of opinion because uh, they weren't all on the same page. But it felt like Abby was the leader for some yeah. reason. Abby, Abby was the leader at this point. And uh, when she she says she's gonna make him suffer, like what did what did Joel do mm-hmm. to her uh, that makes her feel like this? And uh, she so was like, there's got to be some sort of connection. Uh, but, uh, but she just takes that golf club and she just like, she whacks him and, yeah. uh, and you you're, uh, you would take hold of, uh, of Ellie and I'm like, okay, Ellie's gonna, you know, you're, you, are you your plan is Ellie, you get back into the lodge and that whole scene unravels and Ellie's just laying there watching Joel die. Yeah. And it was just. It was heart
0: wrenching, you know, because
3: yeah. uh, because we've we've developed uh, a, a, you know, internal relationship with this character, with Joel's character through the entire first game. You know, he goes from, um, you know, just losing his daughter to gaining another daughter. And then they both are laying there on the ground. And he's just the last thing he sees is her. yeah, And Ellie's just the last thing he sees of him is just his gruesome death. Yeah. And it was just rough, so rough.
2: I think this is this is what this is the reason why uh, it's that 3.4 score from user score on, See, on Metacritic. And I, 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 let me and let me let me finish this and I, I, I totally probably I agree with what you're about to say, but um, but basically this was this was the issue was number one the leak happened and so lots of people found out ahead of time that Joel was gonna die and Joel was gonna die in this way. And and I think uh, it's I think this game suffered a little bit from what I'm calling last Jedi Syndrome. Where what and what I mean by that is people had this fan fiction idea of what was supposed to happen in the second game and then when it completely flipped things, and and to where Joel died early in the game, he didn't get this like huge, you know, glorious hero's death. Um, he 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 got clubbed to death with a golf club. Um, I think people had trouble swallowing that, um, and and so initially that was how I felt. I'll be honest, um, mm. but. For the story that they wanted to tell here and how things progressed from that point, it didn't make sense to have it be anybody else. It wouldn't have had the same weight. Right. Uh,
3: yeah. Um, so go ahead. Go I th- ahead. I, th- I, th- I think Joel, Joel dying uh, had to happen. Uh, we couldn't have another Joel and Ellie game. We couldn't. No. Uh, um, it would have been the same game. Uh, we are, we've already had Last of Us one, they needed a new story to tell. Uh, Ellie had grown up, um, and she's a perfect protagonist uh, for for the game. So, uh, and it and, and yeah, that scene set up the rest of the game. And yeah. if that's if that's the story they're going to tell, then the rest of the game doesn't make any sense. Um, but uh, but yeah, like going back to going back to Joel had to die. The hit, there had to be a reason why we weren't going to be controlling controlling Joel for yeah. the rest of the game because. Um, that's just the story that they told, uh, with uh, with Abby and Ellie, um, and having that, you know, um, con- that contest between uh, those those two people uh, was very important, and it all boils down to Joel's death, and it had to. Yes. Yeah, it
2: had to. I would, go ahead, go
0: ahead, Lucas. I, I was just going to say, for me, Joel's death uh, was. I don't want to say it was just another story beat, but it was a part of the story to, you know... It, launch it. Launch it to to form my early opinion of Abby, of course, to not like her, to not trust her, to feel kind of the way Ellie felt towards her. Obviously not the same degree because I know it's not real life. Uh, you know, we got George our railroad martined by Naughty Dog, like where he <laughs> yes. took a character and he's like... Hey, you like this guy? Good. Gone. And uh, pst, see ya. <laughs> but I didn't have that like true bond with Joel. I would say I had more of a bond with Ellie in terms of her as a character, and with Joel, I, I, I had trouble. You know, I'm a dad too, and so I connected with that. But you know, from talking about what we talked about in Last of Us Spoiler Cast, there were some aspects of his character and what he did that I was like, you know what, I gotcha, but. I don't. So for me, it it didn't hit me that hard about Joel personally, but the whole situation in general, it was gruesome and it was tough to watch. And it it definitely geared you up to, to go on the hunt and be like, okay, we're going to get Abby. I'm going down. I'm with you. Let's do this. And so, you know, we get to, you know, the after and kind of the, they give you thankfully a little time to mourn. You go to the gravestone, you have a little conversation, you know, Ellie has a conversation with Tommy. Tommy's like, Hey, just Wait. Uh, let me clear up some things with Maria and blah blah blah, and then a day later you find out Tommy's already gone, and you're like, "What the heck? Yeah, you're trying what to was steal, <laughs> trying to steal my thunder here, Tommy? Trying to steal Ellie's thunder? Let's get get over that." So you head off for Seattle with uh, with our girl Dina, and let me tell you, I never knew Seattle was so freaking beautiful. What a lush beautiful city of course it's overgrown that's not how say, it's in real it's life a crappy shame. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: looks like post-apocalyptic to me
0: yeah but it looks so beautiful like with the yeah the way just, they did it yeah yeah the way they just mixed the urban and the natural and everything yeah. else it was it was so beautiful mm-hmm. so we get to day one Seattle we transition yeah. to we're on the adventure we're going after Abby uh, what did you guys think of the open city in front of you
3: Oh, I, th- I thought, uh, I was like, is this the way the entire game's going to be? Like, Yeah, I was open? really scared
0: about that. I was like, because oh, no, I'm never going to finish it, this game.
3: It, I, w- I would say I was probably in in that, that big open first section for like four hours.
0: Now, did you explore the whole city the very first time you did it? Because I did not. I missed, I, I, I missed I, I a building I thought I
3: explored it. I thought I explored everything. But, you know, when you look at the collectibles, <laughs> I, I didn't. Nope, didn't um, get the trophy. But... uh but yeah, I thought it was. I I, I wanted to go uh, into every every uh, building. I wanted to go into those like broken down buildings that are on the top of the hill that just looked like they used to be a building. You know, I was going in like uh, uh, drawers, pulling up moping. I was going through everything. Um, yeah. And yeah, I was I was I I I was wanting. I wanted every other place to be as big as that, but I also didn't because I was like, this is Seattle day one and i've been doing this for 4 hours like yeah. how many other days are there
0: now this was like <laughs> uncharted 4 right where this was really the only open world open world quote unquote section just like in uncharted 4 when you get that jeep and you're in that open world section of madagascar yeah
3: yeah this this the seattle day 1 it was out. it was yeah it was it was the biggest open world there was so, some other open areas but it was like way more confined in like a like a street block more right. of a sense yeah. rather than a downtown
2: So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed these, these areas. Um, I enjoyed, I love, I love games that, that, that have puzzles in them. Um, and you know, I'm a big Legend of Zelda fan and those games are filled with puzzles. Um, and, and Last of Us 2 and, and the first one too, um, you know, they have their share of little puzzles that you've got to figure out and, and, you know, you've got uh you've got a gate that you've got to open and you've got to use a generator and now you can throw ropes uh and 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 cords and things like that to be able to plug in the generator and all that kind of stuff um so i love the little gameplay elements like that um that make you think a little bit um i i probably only skimmed the surface in terms of exploring the area i did explore a little bit but i'm sure there was way more that i missed um, Yeah.
0: I only went where she X'd on the map and once I ran out of X's I was like I don't I I as much as I like exploring it I need to move on. It had yeah. already been like Patrick said like 2 3 hours. I was like okay, I've been spending 2 days here. I'm I'm still in Seattle day 1, but for me it's Seattle day 3, so I need to get things moving.
2: Yeah. I tell you what though the what they did a good job with in in this game as compared to the first game is Every time you were like going down into a basement, uh, some sort of a dark area, like obviously you knew there was going to be infected. Um, right. Yeah. But even then, like I was much more scared in this game than I was with Last oh. of Us 1. Half the
0: As, jump scenes that I oh thought were goodness, coming never yeah. came. Like I thought something bad was going to happen, and it didn't happen. Yeah. I was like, well, uh, that's mean. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there were plenty of situations. Like, there is this coffee shop that you go into, and you go in, like, a back bathroom area. And all of a sudden, this this runner or whatever just
0: yep. comes out flying of out of the stall. <laughs> Didn't even wash her hands. Gosh.
2: Don't nasty. even let don't even oh, Consider it. Don't even remind yeah. me. We're in an outbreak. I know. Come on. Come on. <laughs> now, wash your not 20 seconds. Happy birthday. We can't,
0: we can't go past the Seattle open section without talking about the practice scene. And getting to play the guitar for the first time, yes, oh. that was magical.
3: That came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like I, I and 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 it, I don't know if it's actually uh, part of the story, but I just came across it when I was exploring. You miss it. And you can miss it. I've heard people yeah, have missed it. I did okay. not miss it. I got to see it. Uh, I know
0: all three of us did. So, oh,
3: it was just like I I knew immediately. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't. I just I think I played for maybe a half hour. And I didn't know if something was going to happen. Like it, it would be like a force me into a cutscene, But because I was like, I don't, I don't want to get out of this. Right, I don't want to go right. back and then not be able to not be able to play yeah. again. You know, I didn't want to lose that opportunity. So that's why I stayed there for a half hour. Uh, and then seeing all the people that made those uh, their own songs. It's oh, crazy um, on the Internet. It's just it was amazing. And Mark, you said that the, all the all the strumming and all the chords were uh, were like accurate,
2: yeah. Like right? all the all the different keys, all the chords, um, everything was was accurate. Um, even even down to her to Ellie's finger placements yep. on the fretboard uh, yep. were accurate. Yeah. yeah, and and so they did a great job. And somebody over at Naughty Dog is an '80s music fan, and I love you. Whether it's oh, that was Neil awesome. take on me or whoever, yep. uh, yeah. Aha's take on me. I think they did um, at one point. They she sang. Or maybe it was only in the trailers that she did um, uh, New Order's True Faith. Um, I used to think that the day you would never come, uh, that my life would depend on the morning sun. Yeah. That that song. Um, I think that might be just in the trailers. I can't remember. But there were a couple of songs that she did. I was like, yeah. somebody over there is an eighties fan and God bless you. That was cool. No <laughs> doubt. <Really> cool. <laughs> the details yeah. in
0: general for again, Naughty Dog just notches it up. The details with the guitar, the details with just side note, the details in the workbenches when you would upgrade your guns and stuff and the way that it wasn't just like click to upgrade and then it's upgraded and you move on. Like they would they would actually do the thing that someone would do to upgrade a gun in the way in which you chose. And that yeah. was crazy. It felt so real. Yeah, just uh, like the the animations yeah. and the, the
3: sound, the audio so design of all that. It was so satisfying just to see it him do it. It felt really good to upgrade a gun. It wasn't just a click, 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 and then you yeah. have an upgraded gun. Exactly. Like she would go through, clean the gun, take apart stuff and put it back on. There were times when she was, uh, she was upgrading her gun and part of her arms we like getting in the way. And I'm like, I'm like, kind of am leaning move ahead. I like, see. like I can't see it. No, move on. You go. Know? so it was really good. The workbenches were really well done.
0: Yeah, it was really cool. And I do have to just dis- shout out to whoever decided at one of the workbenches that you were going to get attacked by some people. I didn't yeah, uh, appreciate I that. that. That was, I think that was in day two, but it was in Seattle in general. And that scared the jingles out of me. Like my heart stopped a moment while I was upgrading. Not cool. Yeah, because you, like, yeah, you, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you think you're safe at the workbench.
2: It's like, yeah, you did. Yeah, because you think you're safe at the workbench. Like, shouldn't yeah. people be leaving you yep. alone? All of a sudden, nope, nope you're not safe not here. Happening.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, like in 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 uh, the beginning of the game, to when they get to Seattle, you know, Ellie is hanging out with this Dina girl. Yeah, and they're they're close, and you see their relationship continue to blossom. Right. And I mean, uh, y- you gotta.
0: You got a preview of it back in Jackson when they found the marijuana and they, you know. Yes. Stuff happened. Yeah, Was so, that, that
3: was Jackson? That was not yeah, Seattle? Yeah, that was
0: Jackson when they were on the, because uh, Jesse came Our in patrol. and interrupted oh, us during their patrol okay. time. All right, but, all yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. But
3: you could, I mean, they, yeah, they have that relationship. It's like not an official relationship. They're still in the early stages. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like they, they joked, you know, Ellie joked uh, that she was immune. Well, not really Joe, she was serious, but Dina thought she was just joking. She's like, no, I'm serious. Um, and then they get down to that like subway area yeah and her where she has to take face mask, mask off. just takes off Swap and she finds out Dina finds out that you know seriously she was serious about that and she was immune. and that was just like the first person that has ever known other outside Joel and Tommy. That she is the she's immune to this. Yeah, this is the, she's the person the Fireflies have been looking for for years.
0: You would have thought in that moment she would have done like a quid pro quo and be like, "Well, since you're going to tell me you're immune, I'm going to tell you I'm pregnant." Surprise! I know, right
2: back to back. <laughs> like, oh my god! Come on! <laughs> really? No, instead
0: she waits even longer to tell until things are at their worst.
3: Yeah, when when Dina is throwing up. Uh, yeah, okay. I you know I don't know if about you guys, but I immediately knew she was pregnant yeah, because definitely you know, as. You know, Lucas. You know, like, as as dads, sick? we've seen this before. We know what it Been is. Been there, yeah. So we know what it is. Uh, and I, I had an inkling that that was so. Like the reveal that she was pregnant was not surprising to me because I already saw the signs. Right. Uh, but it was just like back to back. Like, hey, here's our, here's my secret. Here's mine. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, oh, were you going to say something, Mark? Oh no no, that's it. You did the lean in. Yep. So I was just wanted to be ready. Sorry. No, it's all good. You can lean in and yep, anytime.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. All right. So during Seattle, just, uh, you know, we got day one, two, three, lots of stuff happens. Uh, we get lots of flashbacks peppered throughout, um, you know, and we can touch on them while we're, you know, in conversation. But let's just go ahead and talk about the first flashback, I think, which is the museum and cassette tape, right? Uh, or is that the second one?
2: I think that's like the second
0: or no,
3: third that's, one. That's that's a, that's a little, bit, a little bit. Is yeah, it? That's a little bit going farther. But we could talk about. The, you know, we can go all over the, over the place. We we can talk all over the place. I mean, we can go back and forth. I mean, that's what Last of Us Two yeah, did Yeah, that's us. what they did. They did it to us. <laughs> Why can't we do it too? Yeah,
0: we can do it to them. Hey, let's talk <laughs> about uh, Santa Barbara Day One let's go Yeah, (laughs)
3: exactly
0: no but you you get these flashbacks and i mean i guess i mentioned the cassette tape one because that's one of my favorite ones you guys keyed me in on it you were like cassette tape or cassette or whatever like when we were you guys were like way ahead of me and you're like here's some vague hints of what you're gonna run into uh like
3: those those moments are the moments that make the game yeah because you know we're it is such a deep emotional hard game uh, and they give you moments like this to, to bring you back. So you're, it's not such a dark game. When she they right. when they get to the museum, she sees that dinosaur and sees all the dinosaurs and goes into the into the uh, you know, the space section. Well wait, uh, you,
0: you can't you gotta mention putting on hats on all the dinosaurs. Oh, which yeah. Which is pretty exactly. fun. <laughs> yeah, and then finally put it on the biggest that's a dinosaur. For that. That's right, you put it on Joel, the biggest I... dinosaur of them all.
2: I love when she <laughs> when she comes into that big room with the with the T Rex, and she 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 makes that that voice like is, is a dinosaur, is, yeah. is a dinosaur, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my was, gosh, is a dinosaur! That
0: had to be so cool to yeah, experience yeah, again for like, the first time.
3: Like when they when she gets into that uh, spaceship and yep. puts on the helmet, and it was just like that moment of a father daughter moment that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives yeah you know he's telling her like to close your close her eyes and think about this and then put this you know pl- press play uh it was just one of those moments where as a as a parent you know you want to create those types of moments.
0: yeah definitely and, for sure and, and you want and to be Joel a part able, of them yep
3: yeah yeah, yeah. like he was it was like, for, for us, we take it for granted when we take our kids to places and provide and give them moments. But there are like big moments. Uh, yeah. And this one was a big one uh, where he gave her something that she thought she would never be able to experience. Right. Uh, so it was really, really cool. It's really uh, cool.
0: I mean, in our modern yeah. age, I feel like they're even still as much as, you know, Patrick or are, are like just talking about, all being a parent and having these moments. There are moments we miss because of cell phones, because of work, because of life. And something I appreciate about kind of the circumstances they're in to kind of look on the brighter side because things are just awful and terrible a lot of the times. But they don't have that distraction. And so Joel gets to really treat her on her birthday. And that was so special and also very necessary because this game is so violent. Like, kill you know, taking out enemies is... Automatically, like, there's no fast way to do it, especially at the beginning. And they like get you right in the face, like, right up close and personal. And I appreciate now playing Ghost of Tsushima where it's just like, quick, let's go. Yep, take you out. Because, man, after so many stealth kills. Because you don't think about it. (laughs) No, after so many stealth kills in Last of Us, I was, ooh, that was, that was hard. It was real hard. They made you feel it for sure.
2: Some of those. And, and, oh, go ahead.
3: yeah, when, when you when you kill someone, especially in a group, uh, you know, one of the things, like one of the small little touches that Naughty Dog uh, uh, did was make him feel more humanized. Like, right. they gave every, almost every single NPC a name. Yep. So when you would kill uh, someone, they're, they would say their name. Like, Doug or Amy or whatever it is. Like, where are you? And they're like, oh, my God, it's Keith or whatever. You know, like yeah. all those all those names, you know, like you're like, oh, my gosh, I just killed like a person. Right. I just didn't kill like an NPC. It was an actual person who had a life.
2: Yeah, I got to admit, like, it was kind of a struggle once you when you start getting into these areas with Ellie and they introduce the dogs. Mm. Um, the, oh, yeah. even that, too. Yeah, the Yeah. All dogs. the dogs
0: had a name. It wasn't just like, hey, dog. It was, hey,
2: Alice. Yeah. And, yeah, and, you, would,
3: and you, you kill the owner, and the dog is just like whimpering, like doesn't know what to do, because you just yeah. killed their owner, you know? And it was just, oh,
2: so like, ugh, right in the gut. Yeah, this, this was difficult. You kill way too many dogs in this game, or can, oh my gosh, can way kill too way too many dogs. Yeah, and I did
0: um, it, because I did not want them to come after me. I had no. to just separate myself from the moment, be like, this is a digital dog, it's not real. Yeah. I'm not actually killing it. I'm just ending it's digital avatar at the end. And then I just do it. <laughs> yeah. I refused to, to let myself get drawn in 100%. But I did feel it uh, most of the time when I did it. It was crazy. For sure. Craziness. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so Seattle, the first day you explore that big open world, you get caught by some of the people that were in the, uh, the Killing of Joel area. And you, of course, take them out as Ellie and Dina you escape uh, a school and you start going through neighbor, neighborhoods and kind of tracking down uh, tracking down where Abby is. And you keep like kind of jumping off these little platforms or these <laughs> hopping person to person. And which I think something that I'm just going to say uh, now, because it, it plays throughout the rest of the game. I really feel like at Ellie it gets a little bad of a rap on how much of a killing spree she goes into. I feel like Ellie goes into this whole spree uh, wanting to only confront Abby and have her, her revenge on Abby. I don't feel like at any point does Ellie kill someone because she wants blood or she wants to uh, outright just kill them. It's usually like, tell me where Abby is, and then they don't tell her, and then they try to attack her, and she defends herself or whatever. Yeah, and so... And Tommy
2: yeah. has killed the first couple of, yes. of the group already. So yeah, and you see like that Ellie going through Seattle. Every yeah, it's not like right. Ellie's killed every person. No, um, she mainly kills to survive and to to look for Abby.
0: Right. Exactly. So, um, but as we as we keep going through, you know, uh, we eventually find a theater which becomes the home base, um, and of course we discover Dina's pregnant, and uh, that ends day one. Hanging out in the uh, the theater. Now, I will say it's something that you run into the theater almost. You know, I don't. I thought it was good storytelling. I don't. You know, when you guys were getting the collectibles in the theater, you find out you're going to run into someone who's up up at the top in your search for trying to turn the power on. And I thought I was going to have to fight this person that I was reading all her letters. And then you go up there, and she's like cooked, like bacon. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. not like, an electrician. Oh, <laughs> Never mind. This was easy. And that happened. I, I think, feel like I that happened Ellie so many times.
3: That, yeah, I think Ellie makes a joke. She's like, oh, you must not have been an electrician. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> Pretty I, much. I think that was, yeah. Yeah. It's funny.
0: Yep. Yeah. And so then we get to day two, and we go out on our own because Dina's pregnant. We want to leave her there. And uh, we go out and about. I will say, I think it's during day two that I hit one of my favorite like chain of collectibles that I just wanted to mention. And that's Boris. I think if you remember reading some of the letters about Boris and how he tried to rise up against the WLF, but then his people sold him out and he was the bearer of the bow, the one that had the bow where you finally get it, that nice, uh, nice uh, silent weapon. Um, I really enjoyed that build-up. I knew that I was going to have to fight Boris in some form and he wound up being a clicker. And then you get his bow from him. Uh, but I thought that was really cool. Um, did you guys have anything from day two that you wanted to, if you remembered what happened during uh, day two that you uh, when wanted did, to mention?
3: When did the flashback happen where Ellie is sniping with Tommy? I think that's day two.
0: Where they go for day the guitar two. strings.
3: Um, uh, pff, I can't remember. But it's the, it's the flashback uh, where Ellie finds out from joel joel tells her the truth
0: now does that does he tell her the truth before or after she goes to the hospital i thought she heard rumors and went to the hospital
3: i can't i can't remember if it's day two or day three uh but it's
0: yeah i, the, I the can't remember
2: him or him telling the truth is one of the last one of the last flashbacks that we get um okay so might, might have been day three, but you might be day, merging
0: that one together. But day
2: yeah. two, yeah. when they go to look for the strings, that's when Ellie starts asking more questions. Yeah, she has doubts. Okay, yeah. all right. And then from there, gotcha. she ends up going to the hospital.
0: Yeah, in which we can just, we'll just talk about that reveal yeah. that she knew. Yeah. Uh, you know, we knew we, you know, like Patrick, you said you kind of had a feeling that she knew. Uh, and, I mean, even from the end of Last of Us 1, we had a feeling that she knew something wasn't right. But to, like, experience her going to the hospital and discovering that she was the cure, that Joel had ruined everything, quote-unquote, or taken away her chance to for her life to have meaning, to be in that right. conversation and watch that, that was really mm-hmm. painful, like, really painful to watch.
3: It was. Uh, you know, she asked him straight up, and he told her, and she's just... Couldn't couldn't even look at him. Yeah, like she's like I, I. Pretty much, I never want to talk to you again. Stay away from yeah. me. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a rough rough moment.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it and again, it was Joel taking away her choice. I mean, the Fireflies took away her choice too. But you discover in this game that she wanted to die. Like she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She was expecting to die probably, and she wanted to do it. And to me, that makes to me that makes J- Joel's choice at the end of Last of Us 1 worse because yeah. she wanted to do it. But
3: Yeah, and I think that that was a good conversation. It was the conversation that we needed to have to bring meaning or closure uh, you know, uh, at the end of the end of Last of Us 1 because that was one of the outstanding questions that people have, the biggest one was whether she knew it or not at the end of the game. Um and Having that conversation, like, okay, she didn't know, but now she does, right. and she can't forgive him for it. Yeah. So when when that happens, I'm like, then why if she if she really really uh, does not like Joel at this point, why is she going after Abby? At what point uh, in their relationship is making her go off this on this revenge? Like, yeah, they had they had uh, a relationship, but to her, I mean, he was pretty much dead at this point uh, to her. I think... Why would she want to go off into Seattle and just go after Abby uh, for a revenge purpose? At this point, I'm like, I don't understand why. Yeah.
2: Right. I and, and I think the key to that is obviously in... in I think that's the last um, flashback that we see.
3: The very last flashback. The very oh, yeah. last Finally. But this is only... This is the first half of the game. Yeah. Right. And at this point, you know they wait another fifteen hours for my playthrough mm-hmm. uh, to find to find out that uh, she is giving uh, him another chance. Yeah. yeah, you know she's like she's like I, pretty much I love you too much to have this uh, between us. But she doesn't she's say like,
0: that. She just says she, I'll think about forgiving you.
3: Well, yeah, she's she's like no. She she says she says um uh I I I don't forgive you. But I'd like to try. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at that, you know, it's like okay. So that is the reason. Like she's trying to forget. But at that point, you know, like does that really give her enough to go off of this on this revenge tale? But I mean, didn't does it really?
0: Didn't Abby steal from her the opportunity to really have closure? Because she, even though she said what she said at the last flashback she didn't really get to cross that threshold into forgiving Joel and saying it okay. out loud so I guess maybe she felt like that got stolen that chance and still even then you know as well as i that with certain people in your life they can they can do whatever they want but if they like if someone else crosses them or you know that just kind of like that family thing they were family so you know you can talk bad about them you can fight with them but if somebody else hurts them talks bad about them Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back off. That's not there. You're yeah, that's you do not don't have that right. Yep, exactly. So okay. I think it's a little yeah, bit. That of, makes that totally of those makes sense. Yeah, For sure. So during this time, we run back into Jesse. He shows up, scares the crap out of us because he puts his hand around Ellie's mouth and pulls her away before she can jump into like the mix of fighting all these people. Um, and then I tell you what, that truck scene with Ellie and Jesse and fighting off the infected and fighting the WLF and all that, that was pretty fun. That reminded me of uncharted a little bit,
3: it did for sure. Same here.
0: And, and I definitely was glad I used the slow down speed for aiming because (laughs) that was the only way I survived. It was just like, every time (laughs) I'd aim it, would
1: be like,
0: like it was, yeah, it's the only way I survived. Um, but then after that, you're kind of with Jesse for a little bit. Um, and then I believe it's from here that we're going to the hospital. Well, eventually we split off from Jesse cause they hear about a sniper. They hear about Tommy and Jesse wants to go help Tommy. And Ellie's like, no, I have to go talk to this Nora chick. Or at some point she catches wind, you know, each day has like a place. Like I think the final place in day one is the TV station And then the final place in day two is the hospital. And so you go to the hospital to track down Nora. That's where we have our whole set section and set piece around uh, that. They showed, I think, was the last uh, playable trailer or whatever they showed where you fight the person uh, that uh, has the Vita and all that jazz. And so you fight. You don't fight. You get into the hospital. You find Nora. Uh... And she's the first person, I think, that is confronting you about what Joel did. Like, saying it out loud, you start to discover why they went after Joel. Like, you have maybe had suspicions, thought about it. I definitely had a feeling that it had to do with the hospital. But at this point, Nora confirms in your encounter with her in the basement of the hospital, uh, as she's dying and getting infected, that Joel took away the chance to have a cure. And that's why they killed him. And what did you guys think of that kind of encounter between Nora and the semi torture, semi, you know,
3: Oh, anger uh, issues that
0: Ellie was dealing with.
3: Oh, bro. So when this was one of my other scenes in this game where, uh, was just, it was rough for me because, uh, there's you there, there, the camera is on Ellie and there's a square button. So tell me to press a square button. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, I don't want to kill her. She's going to die eventually. Why? You know, like if, if with, with Ellie in this whole revenge tale, I feel like she was going to let her become an infected rather than just kill her straight up. Right. Um, so I just let that sit there for a second. And then, uh, and then, so I, it wouldn't let me just sit there. So I hit the square and it was just like rough. Like this scene right here is some scenes that we've, we've never gotten in any video game before. Like this brutal, you know, uh, torture and brutal deaths like this. Uh, so this was like one of the, the powerful scenes, you know, other than Joel dying, you know, this was just like almost pretty much the same. You don't feel like the same, like breadth of it because, uh, of the relationship we've had with Joel um but uh because of it's Nora she's you know a little bit you know a little bit about her but you're not w- too worried about uh you know Ellie you know smashing her face in uh but it's still like man this was graphic this was a graphic scene and it it weighed on me I'm like I don't want to do this um yeah yeah that's that's the way I felt about this I part.
0: would agree this was probably the first part where I felt the resistance from myself to be like okay look I understand you really want to get to Abby and honestly, the situation between Nora and Ellie kind of escalated to the point where, well, the only reason Ellie wouldn't die is because she's immune. And then Nora's in there. It's like, well, there's nothing really that you can do for Nora now. Just get the information. But still, it was hard. It was still tough because it got, uh, it just, I don't know, like you said, the torture and everything going on, it got a little, uh, it, it, I could feel it. And I was like, I'm not lining up exactly with what. Ellie's doing for sure. Um, so we go to day three and, uh, we found out about the aquarium that that's our next destination. That supposedly that's where Abby is. Uh, and I think day three is, is big, not just because it's the day where you eventually will run into and finally encounter Abby, but you meet the Seraphites in the square in day three. And let me tell you, I do not like the Seraphites, or Scars, as they're called, that whistle thing they got going—creepy. Yeah. And I noticed that when you listen, you can't always see them because they walk around and squat around silently sometimes. I don't uh, know. I don't know how much ahead.
2: you've, if you've ever watched The Walking Dead. Um, no, I haven't. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the character Negan from that show. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, barbed wire baseball bat.
2: Yeah. Um, yep. Um, and he's a part of a, this, this gang called the saviors and, and they, one of the things that they do is they, they whistle. It's, it's more of an intimidation thing. Whereas with the seraphites, it's more of a, a whistle, like a, a communication kind of thing. Um, right. but it, when I, when they started whistling like that and made it, made me immediately think of the walking dead and, and the safe, the, the groups called the saviors, um, 'Cause they had that same sort of whistling thing. But yeah, theirs was more of like they were able to communicate, like, depending on the on the tone and, and speed of of right. what they were whistling that they could communicate.
0: Yeah, and that's a that's a crazy detail, really cool detail, especially knowing to me it felt like the Elvish language in Lord of the Rings where it's like, yeah. I have no idea what you're saying and then to find out that it's real. Like it's a real language, people use that whistling thing. They've used it in real life. And like you said, in Walking Dead, they use it there. And uh, that was really cool. But it also, it added a layer of like intimidation to where I'm like, okay, with the WLF, they say, hey, I'm looking over here. And it's like, I understand not to go over there. But when the Seraphites is just like, whoo, whoo, I'm like, well, what are they doing? Are they like saying, I'm going to go to the grocery store and get some can of beans? Or are they <laughs> they're like, <both>. she's <laughs> over there. I'm going to shoot her in the face with a bow. But uh Yeah. So that was that was a crazy intro, and then just going through all the rapids, going through using the boat a lot uh, in day three to make your way to the aquarium. Uh, we get mm, to the yeah. aquarium, and the next, the next difficult, painful part of this game was encountering. And it, and that's the thing is, is this encounter was painful when you originally did it, even more painful when you get context in the second part of the game. But right. you oh. you encounter three important characters that you don't realize are important until after the fact, and this again storytelling at its finest and worst, only at its worst because it hurt <laughs> me so bad. You get attacked by a dog. You've already gotten attacked by so many dogs when you get to this aquarium. By the time you get to this aquarium, and you just kill. Okay, I kill this dog, but the, it's different. It's an animation, and like you have to press square or something to like knife the dog, and oh, it's awful. And then and then yeah, like
3: after the dog dies i sat there like in awe. like really did i just have to do that yeah and so i sat there i put the controller down because i'm like "Ah, it's it's not that type of moment is something that's not in my mind right so like when i see that that i just did that you know like video games when i have a controller in my hand i i i kind of put myself in the uh my character's shoes So whatever they're doing, I kind of feel I have the that's that's the way I'm able to play games. But when this happened, I sat there, I put the controller down and I just watched the blood from the dog just continue to spill out. Mm. Like it wasn't just like an old video game where like the blood circles out and it stops like this continued to spider uh, down the tile. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wish I wouldn't have put the controller down because this just made it even worse. Right. It's been so much worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like the first awful part that's gonna happen in the aquarium. Yeah. Because the next thing you do is you go through those doors and there's Owen and um, Mel. What's the other Mel and Yeah, like they don't they don't she's like, Where's Abby? They don't even get anything out. And she kills them both.
0: Well, she, they, they have a little conversation. They, she doesn't just yeah. kill them right away. She does the she, map thing that Joel did with the, with the in, yeah, in the last the, game. And yeah. she's like, I'm not going to hurt you. I just need to know where Abby is. But, of yeah. course, again, like every character before, every character for reasons we don't understand, but we do because it's like they're loyal, just like Ellie was loyal to Joel. And so they try to find their moment to catch Ellie by surprise and uh, as happens with everyone before and everyone after, it doesn't quite work out. And then all of a sudden, yeah, she kills Owen. She kills uh, Mel Mel. and her unborn child. And you discover after the death that she was pregnant. And, oh, this is awful.
3: It was so bad. Like, seriously, that was so bad.
0: Mark, how did this uh, area of the game hit you?
2: Uh, it was rough. It was rough for sure. Um, uh, it was hard for me to to think that they they went there. Um, you know, there's yeah. there's deaths all over this game, of course. Um, very brutal, but it's always it's always extra rough when you realize that there's a character that's pregnant and uh, yeah,
3: yeah, like when uh, like one of the things uh that we we're, we're always taught. You know, like it's, it's, you got to save the women and children. That's, that's, that's what's going to keep our society going. Uh, It's the things that we need, you know. Um, And when, when Mel dies, one, she's a woman and she's also having a child. So it's like, and, and to me, like, that's, that's two people. She just killed two people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as, uh, as that happened, I'm like, I, this is, this is so rough. Yeah. Like, I, it's another one of those put down the controller moments. Like I can't believe that just happened, and then the cutscene plays out where Tommy comes in, just like and just p- pulls her up off the ground. Yeah, because she is just like I can't believe that just. But
0: happened. But in the very least, yeah, she. I'm glad at least she reacted in a human way. She was throwing up. Yes. She was. You could tell it once she found out that Mel was pregnant, and it really hurt her. Like it hurt us. Um, I, I give Naughty Dog credit for not just making it her. Blind revenge. Of course, you know, I really feel like at this point we understand two things. That one, Ellie is very much human. But two, Ellie is giving her all to, to find Joel's killer. Just like Joel gave his all to save her life. And I feel like part of the reason she does what she does is because this is all I have left to, to honor Joel's memory. Which is a terrible way to honor someone's memory. But she's lived in a terrible reality her whole life. It's not like Joel or someone else where they're like, well, I've got both sides of pre-apocalyptic life and post-apocalyptic life in the same brain. She doesn't. She only has the post-apocalyptic viewpoint. So it's awful. It's terrible. And so it makes Mm. sense. And it's really hard to swallow that pill. Uh, From there, like you said, Tommy comes, takes her back. They show the map is left. And you know there's a reason they show that map. I don't know if you guys caught that from the beginning, but when they leave the aquarium, they show the map fall to the ground. And I'm like, uh, that's not good. Somebody is going to find that map. And then the very next scene, you're in the theater. And, uh, you know, um, Ellie's woken up. She goes down. You're kind of conversing with Jesse, talking about the trip back to Jackson. And they make you all relaxed and like, oh, okay, we're going back to Jackson. Great. And then all of a sudden you hear some screaming You hear uh, a scuffling in the front. You run to the front with Jesse. Jesse gets shot in the face.
3: Oh, my gosh. No warning. Shot in the face. Whoa.
0: And you're like, oh, my gosh. And You don't have time because all of a sudden. He's gone. He's gone. Tommy's at gunpoint, and there in front of you is Abby, who has hunted you down. And you're like, I've been looking for you for three days, and you just find me like it's no big deal. (laughs) And it's just like, wow. Uh, Yeah. And then she says the just gut wrenching phrase, We let you live and you ruined it all. Or you threw Is that it all what away. She says? No, it's something no, like no, that.
3: No, 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 no. She, she, she says, she says uh, We let you live and you wasted it. You wasted it. it. Yes,
0: thank you. You wasted it. You wasted and it. And it was like, Oh. Uh, it was just like, Yes,
3: exactly. Yeah, you could have been living did. with Dina. We did. With, with her unborn child, you could be taking care of her. Jesse could be living right now.
0: Yeah. And then... And
3: you wasted it. And
0: then fade to black. And you're like, what is happening? And then all of a sudden, we're in control of Abby yet again. And this fade to black, how did you guys feel about this transition? Did you think it was close to the end? Did you think... I mean, because this is like... You're ready for the confrontation between Abby and Ellie and then fade to black and all of a sudden you're a teenager again, except not Ellie as a teenager, Abby as a teenager. Oh,
3: dude. So, uh, you know, like I, I, I'm going off of The Last of Us 1 and the length of that game. So yeah. when I get when we're when we get to the point uh, where Jesse dies and you know Abby says you wasted it I'm like okay we're getting to the end here because they're finally meeting up you know and then yeah uh, then you become then you start as Abby I'm like whoa 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 how long is this game
1: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> like there's you, you, you play as Abby I'm like okay Immediately you're at with Abby and her dad i'm like i'm I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm only halfway done with this game, like seriously, this game is I don't know, I don't know how much more I can take because this game is already heavy,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah definitely um there there were actually like two or three different points of this game where I was like thinking. Okay, we're coming to the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, same here. We're nope. wrapping it up. And nope, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it was definitely, it definitely threw me off um, when we completely switched to a younger Abby um, pre, uh, I guess just pre-events of Last of Us 1. Right. Yeah, the,
0: right. the end of Last of Us One. Yeah, and you don't get that right away. You just, you know, you're Abby, you're walking through a forest, you're looking for your dad. You find, you know, quarters with states on them, which I love that, by the way, finding those throughout. When I found the West Virginia coin, I definitely took a screenshot. Oh, yeah. Definitely shot it out there in the Twitter sphere. Uh, I, it was I did a magical the same moment. Thing. I was looking for her yeah.
2: o- Ohio. I was like, ah, where's Ohio? Ohio. You know? Where are you at? <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. go looking for New Hampshire or Virginia. Oh well. What?
0: Come on, Mark. Where's your New Hampshire Pride?
2: Apparently not in this game. Right, fair enough. <laughs> Couldn't find it.
0: Nope. So, you don't really know when and where you are until you find you find Abby's dad, you rescue the zebra, and then I loved how they connected this game with this part of the game with Last of Us 1 and you see the giraffes you see the zebras, you see the zoo animals that you run into at the end of Last of Us 1, and mm-hmm. you immediately know, okay, this is significant. And then it begins to unfold and give the context that Abby's dad was the surgeon that had decided, pretty much that had decided Ellie needed to die, that he needed to get whatever it was happening in her brain and her nervous system, he needed to pull that out so they could manufacture a vaccine a cure yeah
3: yeah they say that, that he is the only surgeon brain surgeon yeah. that anybody knows of and right. he's the only person that can do the surgery
0: which, which is, is wild. crazy yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah so he was he was the guy he was the now, guy that was going to help save the world him and Ellie
2: I seem to. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I seem to remember in Last of Us One that you didn't necessarily have to kill the people in the room. You had to kill the main doctor. You had to kill the surgeon. Yeah. Okay. The The other two nurses, you didn't have to. Okay. Okay, because I was I was wondering like. Well, am I remembering this wrong? Or you could yeah. com- just take Ellie and run and completely no, skip no, all that. I listened, <laughs> to, I
0: listened to one of the Last of Us spoiler casts. I think it was the official one that I listened to. Neil even says in the interview, he says, even if you only shoot the surgeon in the leg, he dies. Like You can just shoot him in the feet and he will die like eventually. So yeah. there's no way around that you have to kill the surgeon because he gets out a knife, I think. And he starts to come at you and he stabs you or something. Yeah, if he's got you don't. the scalpel. Yeah, he's got the scalpel. So he cuts you up if you don't kill him. Okay. Yeah. And so we get to the big news, which made makes things very, very, very personal. And in a way begins this understanding and mirroring between Abby and Ellie because they both have lost their father figures. And it's very intimately connected to each other.
3: Yeah, and at this point, when we find out that, oh, so Joel killed Abby's dad, and that's why Abby went after Joel, and right. Joel alone, because that was her—that was her thing. Like she's her revenge was for Joel only. You know, she could have killed Tommy, she could have killed Ellie. The whole group could have killed them, but they didn't their only their only mission was to go after Joel, and right. that's why Abby says, "We let you live, and you wasted it because yeah. they don't they they weren't after them, none of them were a part of it it was Joel and Joel alone went through that entire hospital and murdered all all those fireflies and murdered the one person that could save Ellie and save humanity and that made it very, very personal for for Abby. One, yeah, it's the cure could have happened, and two, it was her dad.
0: Yeah, and it's really cool how when when they're, they give some of like the context and conversations with Marlene, with the dad, with uh, Abby, them talking about, and I think very much on purpose talking about the things they know that the fans of Last of Us One had talked about. And like Marlene asked the dad, Hey, if it was your daughter and he doesn't give an answer, like he doesn't give a clear answer, but then Abby comes in and she says, you would do it. Yeah. I would want you to do it. Mm -hmm. And that it's pretty powerful. And it definitely began for me, the, the, the swing back, which was the intention of Naughty Dog to swing you back towards Abby after they had been just like hitting it home Ellie's getting revenge you want to get revenge this woman killed you know our father figure killed Joel and they begin to killed humanity nudge you back kill yeah yeah and it's it's the double whammy like you said killed both killed the hope that they had for humanity and killed Abby's dad yeah and yeah. so we begin following Abby day 1 Seattle Yeah, and we're at the WLF headquarters at their, at the I guess the Seattle Seahawks stadium. Is that? Uh, Yeah, is that the stadium that they used? Yeah, it's
3: not the Seahawks. Uh, It's some totally different name like the Kraken or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's something. But yeah, it's it's that whole scene. Now it's funny because the in in this scene, um, where they're walking through because. There is a walking through, and there is um, Mel's with them. Yeah. And Mel and Owen, uh, I think Mel and Owen were walking, or maybe maybe Mel and Jesse. I can't remember. But when are we talking about? Sorry. Uh, when it. they're walking through the stadium, when they're walking through. Oh yes, Burritos yes, yes. and things like that. <laughs> yeah, Manny. I think it's yeah, it Manny. Maybe it's, it's Mel. Manny. Yeah. yeah so Manny, not Owen. They're, they're walking through, and they get to the gunsmith that's back there, and uh, the armory. And uh Mel's like, Hey Pat. And immediately I just like throw up my hands. I'm like <laughs> Mel just said hi to Pat. <laughs> that's
0: me. <laughs> my Mel wife? just said hi to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. And what's
3: crazy is she's also with Abby, who's my sister's name.
0: Yes, that's so true. This, I forgot this, about that.
3: This immediately I'm like, oh I, I, I connect with these guys. They yeah, have, you they got have a names connection. I know.
0: <laughs> now easily the one of the like of the first of the many heartbreaking things that happen, happen in the stadium. You play catch with Alice.
3: Oh yes.
0: And you did can you th- immediately connect it back to killing Alice as Ellie, knowing that's going to come again mm-hmm. in this new day one, two, three.
2: Yep. Yeah. That's okay. So raise your hand if you threw it out, of, threw the ball out of the fence. I did not
3: know you could do that.
2: I didn't. Did you do it? (laughs) Yes. You mean person? You're
0: so mean. (laughs) You are heartless. Listen. Now listen.
2: Obviously, I took a good amount of time to play fetch with the dog, so it's not like I. You gave her time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I
2: just wanted to test it to see if I could. That's cool. What happened? And you throw it, and it goes out of the out of the fence, and you all of a sudden hear Alice go. And he goes. She goes. She goes. Abby says to Alice. She says, "Sorry, girl." (laughs) Oh. oh, oh.
3: See, I was in there and I was just tossing the ball because I thought it was one of those cuts. This is one of those scenes where you toss the ball and then something happens. So I'm tossing the ball for a few minutes. I'm like, "Oh gosh!" And this dog keeps bringing this tennis ball back to me. And if I if I leave, then I can no longer throw the ball with the dog. So. Right. When I left, when I left that, that cage and uh, shut it behind me, I'm like, oh, he just wants to play some catch. And I had to continue the story. Why couldn't there be a cutscene where it made me stop? I had to do it myself.
0: Nope. You had to choose. <laughs> so you get it toward the stadium. You walk around and you realize you're on a, you're kind of getting sent to a new location by Isaac. You get to meet Isaac. Who's been mentioned? I can't remember if Isaac's been mentioned before this, but you had heard about Isaac a little bit. Yeah. I think they had mentioned it in Jackson when Owen and uh, Abby are talking, maybe. Yeah, but I believe, so. anyways. You you finally meet this Isaac guy, and he's a you know kind of a scary dude. He's interrogating someone, definitely pretty ruthless. The leader of WLF, the Washington Liberation Front, and he's sending you out to the FOB.
2: I think they call it. Mm-hmm. The BFOB, forward right?
0: operating base, I believe, yeah. if I yep. remember from Metal Gear Solid 5, that's what it's called. Can, um, we,
2: okay. can we stop and admire the fact that Isaac is played by Jeffrey Wright? Do you know who that is? He's
3: the guy from that HBO series. Yeah,
2: he's Wright? from Westworld. Westworld, yes, that's, oh, who, that's right. And i heard that. Also, he is the new Commissioner Gordon in the Robert Pattinson Oh, okay. Batman oh movie.
0: yeah, that's right. Very yep. nice. Batman, shout out. Of
2: course. Cool, cool.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and he definitely has a bad guy feel to him oh, when yes. you meet him. Total and bad guy. He's just like eating an, eating an apple, just like, hey, you're gonna do it. Keep keep to the plan. We're taking down these scars and blah 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 and all that stuff. Yeah. So they go out. You're traveling along with Manny, Mel, and Alice. Uh, you know, fighting scars, fighting the seraphites, um, and then I believe at some point. You break off from Manny and Mel, if I remember right, because Abby wants to go after Owen because you find out that Owen had gotten in a fight with someone and that person had died, and they were kind of after them, and so you're headed to the aquarium. Yes, if I remember yes. correctly, yes. that's right. Yes, so you eventually split off from Manny and Mel. You're by yourself as Abby. Uh, you know, overall, I, I, you automatically realize there's a difference between the two, like. Well, one, you guys probably felt as I did. You no longer had a knife. You had to craft shivs. Oh, and yes. Bring yeah, that bothered to... me. <laughs> yeah. <You're> like, really? <laughs> the shivs are back. <sighs> I loved having the knife as Ellie. How
2: many but doors also, can I open you got with
0: these two shivs? Yeah, you got two guns with Abby, and she can just like pummel fools and punch them, and you've got a nice, like, some nice well, yeah. guns and stuff.
3: Uh, Abby was swole.
0: Yeah, so for she sure. had,
3: she had arms on her for days, and she could, she could wreck someone with those arms.
2: Well, yeah, yeah she was using the Seattle Seahawks gym or whoever whoever's yes, the gym they were, was. They had a good. That gym. was a nice yeah, freaking gym. Oh,
3: I I wanted to go into that gym, uh, <laughs> but there was no door to, uh, open for me to go in there because I thought it would have been like a, oh, a did mini you try game. To go in? I thought yeah, that like might have been a, a mini game or something. Because... A way out mini
0: game, like when you're at the <laughs> prison yard. Exactly. With... Exactly. <laughs> Face off against people doing pull-ups, or maybe like Final <laughs> Fantasy VII remake doing yeah. pull-ups or doing squats.
3: Exactly. Except Manny yeah. just hitting on the teacher in- instead.
0: Well, yeah, man, that that <laughs> man he's a player. He is a player and a half. Uh, so from there, you keep going, going to the aquarium, and all of a sudden, you get captured. Yep. By the Seraphites. and let me tell you, from this point, things get I think think like they they anti up the craziness
3: the brutalness
0: the brutalness of this game uh you get captured by the seraphites um or abby gets captured by the seraphites they hang you and while they're in the midst of hanging you Yara a new character shows up called Yara this 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 lady that they put on the ground and they hammer her arms Woo wow that was like one of them the first cringy moments that i was like i thought okay. they
3: were gonna do like a camera trick and just like make Pull it away. look like you're hitting someone but they were yeah. the camera was no, right on the right arm. on it
0: they're like oh. clipper wings i'm like oh no
2: don't clipper wings don't do it oh and, and they, they did, they did. It. well they yeah. clipped one of them at least um yeah but um yeah this was actually one of the um the earliest, uh, gameplay or not gameplay, but like cutscene reveals yeah. that they did for the game. I had remembered um, that once I saw came it came out in like 2017, 2018, something like that. Yep. Um, yeah, that whole scene played out and I went back to watch the actual reveal. Yeah. It pretty much plays out.
0: Yeah, exactly how they as, had played yeah. it out in that reveal. Yep.
2: But, um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um, And then, then of course, you know, Abby is through, I guess, Lev and who we also meet, you know, she's able to. Yeah,
0: we meet her by her putting arrows into the heads and bodies of different Seraphites. And
3: cutting uh, Abby down as she's being hung at this point. Yeah, saves her life
0: and definitely an immediate, you know, transition for Or even a tough spot because you know that, you know, I think at some point there or after you hear that Abby was like one of the top Seraphite killers in the WLF. And now she's here. Her life has been saved by Seraphites. And boy, that whole like that whole transition from that scene going through the woods with the fire and like getting chased by the the infected and then getting to the construction area. That was all super tense for me. Very, yeah, very I was just, I was constantly clicking the show me the directional like the arrow. <laughs> Where do I go? Where do I go? I don't want to go the wrong way and get attacked. Of all the uh,
3: of all the uh, um, combat scenes in this entire game, I died at this section the most. Oh, really? Yes, because there was just like those those infected were just running at you from all sides. Yeah, they were the entire time from, from all that camp all the way to when you get to the the trailers. Um That's, I just died. uh, I probably died maybe six times at this, at this spot. Um, Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. I wasn't on easy. I didn't have those accessibility things on at this point. Uh, But yeah, that was an intense scene from, from beginning to end. And that whole scene in that camp was, was rough. Really, really rough.
0: Yep. Yep. For sure. So, So then from there, you, you eventually get to the point where you just, drop off yara and lev in a, like a trailer not a trailer park but it's like a construction site and those little Office houses buildings. Or whatever. yeah that's right Office yeah you right yeah and uh you're like well you're safe i gotta go i'm going to do whatever and you part ways and yeah she
3: goes she she's going to find uh, medicine right for for yara not yet yep oh oh no that's right that's
0: no She's going. Right. She's only got Owen on her mind. So she goes to the aquarium. That's right. Yep. She
2: comes back. Okay. Meets up with back. Owen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So things her happen. and
0: Owen, yeah, pretty much, yeah, things happen. <laughs> but the short version is she finds out from Owen that he's done. That Gone. he's finished with the WLF. He's finished with killing people, killing seraphites, killing whatever. He just wants to live like and so, he pretty much has a plan. We're getting on the boat, and we're going. You, yeah. me, Mel, Alice.
3: We're out of we're here. We're out of
0: here. Yep. And, uh, you know, you you kind of discover that they're not over each other. And throughout, I think, I think maybe in day one, you did have a flashback of Owen and Abby, like on a merry-go-round and talking and jumping off in the water and stuff, and like where yep. they used to date. But because Abby was so focused on finding Joel uh, they just their relationship kind of got distant it's implied I think uh, but then of course when they meet in the aquarium again as you said that's where a little bit of uh, stuff happens moving on uh, yep. but once they fall asleep uh, Abby has a dream now I really liked these reoccurring nightmares. I I mean it sounds weird to say I like the nightmares but I like these reoccurring dreams that Abby has because it reveals something about her every dream she has it like three times I think she has Mm -hmm. a dream where she starts in the hallway of the hospital where her dad was killed where Joel went nutso and and got Ellie and all that jazz and she walks through the hallway and for this first dream she walks into the place where her dad is and I think that's where she sees uh, Yara and Lev correct? I think so the night that she's in the aquarium, because this is what triggers her to go back and get Yara and Lev. Yeah. seeing them in the gym. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I now think I remember. maybe the first time she sees her dad dead, uh, in the first time she dreams. And then the second time she dreams, she sees Yara and Lev. And so that encourages her the in the morning at, from the aquarium to go back and get Lev and Yara. And then that's where she then gets them finally back to the aquarium. And then she goes for the medicine. Yeah. But, uh, I really like this this transition with Abby. You know, she's on the other side of having her revenge, realizing that she's still having nightmares, she's still having a form of PTSD or, you know, just having this stress over her dad's death. And uh, her attachment to Lev and Yara and kind of adopting them despite them being on different sides of, you know, this battle going on between the WLF. And I really like this aspect of the story, they're, yeah, They're developing relationship.
3: Yeah, at, at uh, the relationship between um, Abby, Yara, and and, and Lev, um, is they're breaking down barriers at this yeah, point. You know, exactly. they're they're breaking down those walls that have separated them. Um, they they both you know they're they're both still enemies, but they have a common goal. Uh, they want to save Yara's life and Mm -hmm. uh lev is still still kind of like cautious standoffish yeah you know and 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 vice versa uh but uh but they're at this point they're like okay we need to get some medicine and their relationship starts coming together you know like okay maybe maybe you're not all that bad because (laughs) (laughs) because abby keeps calling them scars yeah, and she and, keeps correcting and, her. And Lev's like, "No, Lev. I don't like I don't like that. You know, we don't like that name. We're Seraphites. You know, Seraphites. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Um, and you can. And at first, Abby's like, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And and then uh, you know, later later on, she calls finally calls her a Seraphite. Uh, and she's like, oh, you got it right. You know, and you know, because <laughs> Abby was trying. She was trying because yeah. she found out like, hey, these are these are people too." You know they're not just my enemies, especially this Lev person, who is going through a transition uh, of his own. Um, yeah. That that is it is, it, they they go through, and it's not not necessarily a a specific cutscene. What what thing one thing I love about this game is as you're going from spot to spot in a mission, there's dialogue going. Yeah, and they're Conversations. talking about they're talking about transitions, and uh, and and, uh, and Lev's mom, you know, doesn't agree with this, and uh, it's Lev's mom, right? That I'm mm-hmm. that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't that doesn't agree. Yeah, with, she's
0: back with, at the island. You don't. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So uh, and Abby kind of you know I don't know if 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 she thinks of herself as an older sister at this point. Um and it's just it's you see that, that It's not just It's not just Seraphites versus The the wolves It's Abby and Lev going through a, a, Like I said A common goal And it was right. cool to see that Yeah just because there's, They're enemies Doesn't Doesn't mean that we can We can't be uh, On the same page We don't have yeah. to, to We don't have to Agree on everything To be To have a sort of Some sort of a relationship
2: yeah. For sure.
3: So it's cool so,
2: to see that. So let's go let's go to the hospital. Let's go to the the, the basement of yep. the hospital. We're looking Do you for go to the basement of the hospital. I the don't want to go to the basement of the hospital. I don't think oh, anyone wanted to go to the basement I of the hated hospital. Hated the basement me. of the hospital. No, especially when it. you find out what's in the basement oh, of the hospital. Yes.
3: Being a big Resident Evil fan, I loved that scene. Uh. <laughs> Uh,
2: Absolutely hated that part. Yep,
0: I'm with you, Mark. <laughs> hated his guts.
2: I I remember when I was down in that basement. I literally texted Patrick, and I was like, "What is down in this basement?" What? Because at that point, he was he was ahead of me, and I was like, "What is in this basement?" What? It, oh, oh, that's what's hear in it. this basement.
0: And see it? Oh, there was nothing like when I got the into T that. Viruses down there. Yeah, pretty much. When I got down there and I was like, I was constantly listening to see where stuff was. Mm-hmm. And at one point when you first hear the Rat King pounding on a door and I saw his like white listened silhouette, he was huge. And I'm like, I'm going to have to fight <laughs> that. No, yeah. thank you. you. Well, you do have to fight it. No, I know you do. But I was saying no, thank you. Cause I didn't want to.
3: <laughs> well, Gosh. speaking of th- when you think, when you think things are over. When you think you kill the Rat King,
0: oh, I'm and just like half of it crawls off, off and, <laughs> yeah. and just escapes, and you're like, "Oh, I got it!" Like, nope. <laughs> half nope. of it's hiding that in another room, yeah. and you have to Letless, go find though.
2: it. Oh my gosh! I and I wasn't getting time to heal and things like that, so I was having to like be super quick. And and no sooner would I, you know, heal up and stuff, but the the Rat King would be like right on me, and oh my gosh. <laughs> I I had to play through that so many times, and I was playing on easy, and 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 that thing was a heck of a time. I was so glad when that thing was dead. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: you and me both, Mark. You and me both. That was easily the the scare like the the, the scariest, I guess. Like I wasn't scared. Like, oh my
3: gosh, was infected everywhere.
0: But it was just like so stressful and like getting chased by it. They did such a good job at making you feel like you were gonna, you could get taken out at any moment, even on very light, very easy. And uh, I unloaded everything I had on it. Like I loved the flamethrower in this fight because I yep. just held down the button and I just the flamethrower just Wet flames loose. kept coming, just burn it up, make French toast out of that baby. Ooh, yeah. That whole bottom part was something else, but yeah. So you get through there, you go to the hospital, you fight the Rat King, uh, you uh, you get the supplies you need, you get back. Now I do want to touch on real quick right before the hospital. I really enjoyed the skyscraper parts, going through all the high places. Oh, what? Ex- oh, yeah. Totally exposing Abby. So many times. Did you really?
1: Yes, it was <laughs>
0: annoying. But totally exposing Abby's fear of heights was just—it was just nice, you know. Yeah, someone who's like tough down. and ah, I gotta. Be I had a buddy of mine that. that
2: would like purposely—he was playing through and would purposely like bring her close to the edge, because you know when you bring her close to the edge, it the like the camera starts shaking. Oh yeah, you get like yeah, like, <laughs> uh,
0: whatever it's called, vertigo. Vertigo. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't think. Yep. I was like Evo. Like that's not right. Almost. Yeah, vertigo. Yeah, real close. So yeah. You get the vertigo going. yeah, I really enjoyed the skyscraper. And you get to continue to build that relationship between Lev and uh, Abby. Uh, From there, you uh, are heading back. No, you head back to the aquarium. They fix up Yara. And then no sooner do they fix up Yara that Lev takes off. And you're like, you got to be kidding me. Come Come on. What are we doing? Well, one, I believe at this point, is it day three already or is it still day two?
3: Uh not sure. We're getting close. If it's not yeah. day 2 or I day 3. I feel like it's right it was day there. 3.
0: And I remember when Lev takes off and Yara's like we got to go get her. We're going to the island. I'm like, "No. I've got to go. I've got to go to the theater and fight Ellie somehow, some way. I don't have time to go to this island." I'm like, "What? How are they squeezing all of this in one day? And not only do you travel to the island, but before you travel to the island, we run into our old friend Manny. And what's Manny up to? He's getting shot at by a sniper. And at this point, I'm going to be honest. I thought it was a seraphite sniper. I did not put two and two together. And then I died like multiple times. And I'm like, there are no seraphites that can shoot a gun this well. And then I don't remember at what point I realized it, but I'm like, it's it's Tommy. Tommy. You've got to be kidding me.
2: And he shoots Manny in the face.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh." and then, yeah, then when you're you're about to get, reach Tommy and go through a door and Manny gets shot in the face, I was like, oh no, Manny. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Facing off against Tommy, I was like of two minds. There was part of me that's like, well, I'd, you know, you're Tommy, you're Joel's brother, you're my buddy. And then the other half of me was like, I do not like Tommy right now. He is shooting at me way too much. It was crazy. (laughs) Um, After that, we go to Scar Island, and we get to witness both the showdown between the Scars and the WF. I almost said the (laughs) WLFers. The WLFers and the Scars. Yeah. Yep. Uh what did you guys think of the island and everything that went down there?
3: That was that was with all the uh the fire? Is that what you're talking oh, about? Yeah, the it fire, was, the
0: fighting, screaming everywhere. There and was like a, like
3: a mini boss that you had to fight to yeah, yeah, that
2: dude at the end made me so mad. Like oh, yeah. I I put a scythe in you. How are you still going? His jaw was like
0: <laughs> barely hanging on to his face and he's still like oh <laughs> he was like trying to fight you. I'm like, What is wrong with you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's but like fighting against Nemesis part. or Mister X or something yeah, like that. It yeah.
0: was, but I thought it was weird. Not weird. I thought it was interesting that the entire time now I didn't play. I don't know how you guys played it. I still tried to take out almost everyone around me because I didn't want to get followed or get get like someone to get me from behind. But the main focus of that island is not the fight between WLF and uh, the Seraphites. It's kind of like the backdrop, the scenery. It's really about getting Lev. You know, she's made it back to you know her home, and her mother couldn't couldn't forgive her for the the things she had done and the choices she had made, and so uh, she she tried to hurt Lev, and Lev ends up killing her mother. Um, but just that whole exchange between her, between Yara and Abby, it was just again more relationship building, and I appreciated that the the focus of the island was. Both that and then the fact that just, like, this world is messed up. Like, the way they're massacring each other was just awful. Um, we get confronted by Isaac, and uh, I think one of the most powerful scenes comes up in this showdown. Not showdown. I thought it was going to be a, a boss fight with Isaac. Did you guys think there was going to be, a, like, any kind of fighting? I did. Like, I thought we were going to fight Isaac.
2: Yeah, and I thought then, something was going to happen, and it was just all so anticlimactic To like, You know, you get caught by, by Isaac and these guys, and all of a sudden, kapow!
0: (laughs) Yeah, and unfortunately, we lose Yara, but she takes out Isaac and a couple of them in the process. Yeah, Um,
3: yeah, which is which is another thing where you see that development, where Yara's like, you know what, I'm gonna not only am I gonna save Lev, but I'm gonna save Abby, in the process. Yeah.
0: And this part is w- one of my favorite parts of the game. It's when uh, Lev looks at Abby and says, "You you shot your people," and Abby responds, "You're my people now." Yes. And I just was like, "Oh yes, yes. I love that part."
3: She's she's just given up all of her alliances that she's had, and she's kind of like Owen, like, "Okay, I'm done. Owen's done. Lev's done." uh now we're gonna start our own venture together
0: yeah, yep yeah. i really I really like that. So you leave the island unfortunately without Yara, just Abby and uh Lev. you get back to the aquarium and then of course, we had already played Seattle day one, two, three with Ellie. We knew what was coming, and we get into the aquarium. Alice is dead. Owen is dead uh
2: Mel is dead Mel
0: is dead. And you're like, ugh, I have to see it all over again. And it hurts a lot more than it did the first time around. I mean, it was still brutal and tough the first time when it was with Ellie. But now that you've 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 had conversations with these people, you've been in Abby's shoes and it's like, woof, it feels a lot different. And uh, so from there, you know what's next. We get to the theater as Abby. We have to crawl in the window on the side. And this we get to this part of the game where you finally get to see the showdown between Ellie and Abby. Did you ending guys part? Think, two. huh?
2: ending part two
0: Yeah, ending part two.
2: <laughs>
0: did you guys foresee that you would have to go up against Ellie as Abby or did you think that maybe they would switch you back to Ellie again?
3: Uh, at first at first I thought I was gonna be Ellie. I really did. yeah. And uh, when that was that, that didn't happen. You I'm were like, wrong. Wow, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and what's cool what's cool about that as you're, as your Abby, you are you know Ellie's tricks. You know how Ellie fights. Yeah. So um, I already had that in the back of my mind. Um, and she's laying down like the pipe bombs. Uh, and you I don't know if you came across those, but if you didn't attack her uh, fast enough, she was back there doing something, and I went over to go to, to attack her from behind, and I ran into one of her pipe bombs and killed me.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm, I never got a pipe bomb. I had it on very light, I was like, "Well, and I, I threw bricks yeah. all day, uh, every day. I
3: can't lollygag anymore. I got to make sure I just go, yeah. I go after her.
0: Man, I, that fight was so tense for me, and I died so many times. I did mm. not want to hurt Ellie. That was like, yeah. I was like, no, I don't want to fight Ellie. But at the same time, I didn't want Abby to die. At this point, I was like Team can't Ellie and Team Abby. I was for both of them. And I was like, can't, can't you guys just both grab a chair, have a conversation? Hey, you know what? We, we, we killed each other's, or in a, in a way, we killed each other's dads. We both have had a hard life. Let's talk it out and just move on. Can we stop? Yeah. And I I was, I was, this was probably the hardest fight for me, for sure. The hardest fight mentally. Uh, It was tough. Mark, what was it like for you, buddy?
2: Yeah. um, Of course, you know, going back to the leaks, um, the spoilers, one of the the leaks was that there would be a final showdown between Abby and Ellie. Um, At at first, from what I read, um, they were saying that Ellie died. Which, of course, Mm -hmm. we found out that that was not true. Um, so the leaks weren't 100%, but they were very close. Um, but just the fact that that there was some sort of a showdown going on between the two, I thought, okay, this is the end here. Um, and, um, Ellie was, Ellie was cutthroat even on easy. Um, Yeah. (laughs) She was. You could not um,
0: go head on against her.
2: Yeah. But, um, what what's really crazy is what happens when you you reach quote unquote the end of the fight, right? Um, and 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 basically, you know, she's Abby's bashing, <laughs> um, bashing Ellie. I can't remember if she's bashing Ellie's head in first. She is um, okay, and, and then, then Dina and, comes and in. Dina jumps in and doesn't and last long whatsoever. No, <laughs> um, thankfully, you know, Lev steps in. Um, and and stops everything. Oof,
0: that was a scary moment. I thought she was gonna kill Dina. Yeah.
2: And and watch another girl with a with an unborn child. Yeah. Die. Thank thank God that didn't happen. It, but it but it
0: got real dark because Ellie says she's pregnant and Abby's like good, and it's like oh no.
2: Lev's like no no. no.
0: And then stop. thankfully Lev's like Abby, stop. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really powerful moment, and I was glad and that Abby Lev listened, stepped
3: in, listened to Lev too.
0: Yeah, and then fade to black <laughs> again.
3: And here comes my favorite part of almost probably the entire game. Yeah, one of, maybe not my favorite. But it was one of my favorites.
0: Hanging out is, with JJ
3: is yeah. I mean, you're you're a little bit. Uh, you can tell that uh, you're a little bit older. I think it was yeah. a year later or something like that.
0: It yeah. has to be around a year year yeah. later because uh, yeah,
3: yeah, and uh, uh, you you pick up JJ, and for me, you know, i um, as a parent perspective, uh, at that age, the toddler age is one of the cutest ages of yeah. all ages, and uh, I picked up picked up JJ, and I just walked around with him. And some of the things that you can do with JJ, not sure if you guys did it, but you can walk into the bathroom in front of the mirrors, yep, and make faces, make faces, and have like just a good time uh, with JJ, <laughs> uh, which was really cool. And it was just like she uh, she called him potato. You know that was like another nickname that right. Ellie had for for JJ. Uh, you know, Did you just, guys,
0: you guys do know what the J and J stand for, right? Yeah,
3: Jesse, uh, Joel? Jesse
0: Joel. Yeah, Jesse yeah. Joel. Joel which I is thought really that was really cool.
3: cool. Yeah, um, but just walking around, playing music. Dina's just in the kitchen. You know, Ellie tries to dance with her, and Dina's like, "Hey, you know, I'm trying to do do this. Why don't you go outside or whatever?" And Ellie goes outside and just sits on the tractor with JJ and it was just one of those like giraffe moments you know where through all this crazy heavy brutalness you get a moment of serenity yeah where oh it's over i'm living the good life i've got a partner we've got a kid we've got a house we've got a place away from it all it was just like and it was it was just good. It was really good. Uh, and it was what it was something like something that the the player needed, something that I needed after yeah. everything that has happened. You know, mm-hmm. from uh the the the, the theater uh, to um, the aquarium to the uh um, the island. You know, it was just like back to back to back. You're like, oh my gosh, this is intense. And then you get a moment to breathe. And yeah. that's a moment you needed to breathe because it was just too much. And uh, that's why I like this moment because it was the highest of the high in the entire
2: game. I loved right. it. And then the PTSD kicks
0: in. Yep. And then Tommy comes to visit. Tommy after shows up. The PTSD. Up and and ruins I- it. Yeah. Ruins everything. Yeah. Between the PTSD that hits Ellie and Tommy, like I really had a hard time at first with the way Tommy acted with Ellie in this, but you know, he comes in and he's like pretty much demanding you, you owe me revenge. I'm like, man, what is you? I don't messed think up. so.
3: I don't think so.
0: But you know, he, he got this from Ellie at the beginning and then you find out as you talk to him that he's lost everything. Like, he lost Maria. He can't really move very well from, you know, he had been... I thought Tommy was dead in the theater when mm-hmm. uh, Abby and Ellie have their showdown. Because she yeah. shoots at Tommy, but I guess she just grazed his face or whatever with the gunshot. The yeah, gun he lost shot. his eye. Yeah, he lost an eye. Um, but yeah, so... But because of that conversation with Tommy and her PTSD, uh, she makes the... Just, I I would call it, mortifying decision, terrible decision. A decision that I was like, why, no, don't do this, Ellie. She makes a decision to go back after Abby.
3: And she does it like in the middle of the night. Like she was going to sneak yeah. out. And Dina's like, don't do this. Come back to bed. And at me, at this point, I'm yelling at my TV like, don't go. You've got it made right now. Yeah. And she doesn't. And she goes, she continues off on her revenge killing spree. And I think, which, I
0: was just going to say, I, I think this part, this is this is the Last of Us 1's Joel deciding to kill everyone in the hospital moment. Like, this is where Ellie crossed the line and she made the worst decision to go back yeah. after Abby and to leave.
3: And yeah, up to this point, you know, I am, I am still Team Ellie. And I, but I, I'm, I'm um, on the fence with that team, with Abby, you know, cause yeah. I understand, I understand what, what, what Abby has done. She's like, okay, I'm just do, I just, an eye for an eye, basically. That's what, that's what uh, Abby's doing. Nothing more, nothing less. That's what her goal was. But Ellie just wants to everyone to die. And that's what she's done. She's gone through all of this to kill everybody. Uh, in an effort to satisfy her revenge and she then and now and now she makes the decision to leave Dina and jJ so again as a parent i would never do that uh yeah. even if even if my even if i had the emotions for revenge uh, I, I i i could never do that to my i would consider uh ellie as you know co-mom as the mom of jJ Right. You know, they're partners. They're just, it's her mom. Like, it's like, it's like if my mom would do that to me, you know, like as I wouldn't, or me doing that to my kids, I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, and at this at this point where my momentum shifts that I, this is why I was team Abby. Like, yeah, Ellie, you can't do that as a parent. You cannot do that. You know, that's how broken families are made. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I did not, at, at that point, I'm like, Ellie, you're an idiot. You know, like, I hope, I hope Abby wins this entire thing because of that.
0: Yeah, I have a confession that when this happened, uh, my son came downstairs from waking up in the morning. And so I knew that I had to stop playing. And I was so stressed out and bummed that uh, Ellie was going back after Abby that I got on Wikipedia and I read the rest of the story. (laughs) I had to know if they both survived or if one died and one didn't. And I have to say that there was a part of me that if at this point I was team Ellie and I was team Allie or Uh, team Abby. (laughs) Like I just, Uh I was like, you know what? You're both broken people. I I but I don't know. Like I, I still wanted to support both of them, but I was like, if they kill one of them, I'm, I don't know. I'm done. I, this is ridiculous. They need to just move on. And so I had a hard time with this, with this part of the game Mm -hmm. for sure.
3: Agreed. Right there with you.
0: So we then zoom over to Abby, Abby and Lev are looking for the fireflies and they've been having some success, some failures, But eventually it gets to the point where they get into a basement and they're talking to some dudes on the radio, some guy on the radio that has pretty intimate information about the Fireflies, seems to be legit, Um, and they're talking about a a a Catalina Island or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, they leave the house to go to Catalina Island and they immediately get jumped by what we've just learned as a new group. Let's introduce a new group in the last couple hours of the game called (laughs) the Rattlers.
3: Yeah, really? I, th- I, th- I think the rattlers were just that
2: region right there. Yeah, Nothing they were more. just like the yeah.
0: regional hunters.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. honestly, rattlers. that was a throwaway to get to the get to the ending. I yeah, guess.
0: yes, yeah. So Levin and Abby get captured, and then you go back to Ellie, who's made it to their boat, and you read you can read some stuff, and then you make your way up the beach. Uh, you make your way through the town, and she gets caught into a trap, and gets injured on a like a sp- spike in a tree and uh, has a little banter back and forth with the two Rattler guys that captured Abby and Lev. Now, when they're having this conversation and she's going to find out where Lev and Abby are, I thought that it had only been like a week. But you find out in their conversation that it's been months Yeah, since Abby and Lev have been captured. And I'm like, well, months? I didn't realize the time separation between it and you really get that when you finally run into Abby and Lev. So you make your way through the compound. Of course, you fight your some of your toughest NPCs, I think, in this or your toughest enemies in this section of the game because the rattlers have like metal helmets. They have better weapons, um, but you, they also have like pet infected that you can let loose. Did you guys uh, yeah. enjoy yes, I did. any of the let loose any infected or enjoy the uh, truth? Be told, against the I did.
2: I didn't let them go just because I didn't want to have to deal with them later. Yeah, I killed them. Yeah, I get that.
0: I was just like mowing everything down. I was like, I don't yep. care about these guys. I just want to get this over with. Yeah. So you make your way through. You help You help uh, uh, the slaves rise up because the rattlers are safe slave traders. So you help them rise up. And, of course, you get this, like, typical thing that Ellie gets every time. She's bitten. And I'm like, you know what, guys? Just move on. we're we're over this yes she's bitten she's fine okay it's like are they seriously gonna kill her like it's not like they're gonna stick around long enough to see her turn why are they even talking about this well anyways she helps them pretty much burn down the rattler compound then she gets down to the beach and this is like the darkest of the dark uh ending part three ending part three (laughs) now yes finally there you get into this part where you're searching for abby And even when she's helping her down, I did not recognize Abby.
3: I did not either. She She was was so
0: emaciated. So emaciated, so scrawny, cut hair. I was like, why is she cutting this random woman? I mean, yeah, save people. That's cool. But where's Abby? Like, that's why you came here. And so she cuts her down. She looks terrible. And then Abby's like, let me cut down Lev. And I'm like, oh, this is Abby. I had no idea. And you're following Abby, and it's like, what are we doing like you saved your like, life. There's boats over here. Yeah, there's boats over here. So we're getting these boats, and then you have this forced boss fight where pretty much Abby doesn't want to fight. Ellie says you're gonna fight me, and she holds a knife to Lev's throat. And then you have this terrible fight where you play as Ellie this time. Another showdown between Abby and Ellie, except you and have a both knife.
2: Completely exhausted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ellie's completely exhausted. I mean, she has the she's gotten stabbed in the side, she's tired from fighting all the rattlers, and then Abby has no weapons. She's scrawny. She's not the same woman she was months ago. And you have this fight, and she doesn't
3: have those pipes on her. She do not have the yeah. She don't have the
0: guns. No gun.
3: Twenty four inch they. pythons. The gun
2: shows over. Yep. And yeah. so they
0: they fight each other, uh, and Ellie wins. Quote unquote wins. Uh, but then has a flashback of Joel and uh, stops and lets him go.
3: Well yeah, it's so throughout the entire game, the the only memory that keeps showing up is Joel dying. Right. It's and flashbacks this was the first, of, yeah. of
0: his like face after he had gotten it. Right. And time. this was the
3: first one where um was not that. Yeah, and and because I think that was that was um, the point where she's completed her quest mission, whatever, and now she's finally gotten over it, or finally gotten past that, or able to live with it. You know those kinds of things. Um, But you know, like it's the whole game is Ellie going after Abby ruthless relentless uh and we get to the end of the game and ellie doesn't kill abby you know she she goes through all of this countless people have died uh because of this families wrecked um ruined lives lives ruined uh friends ruined whatever um and doesn't and doesn't go go through with it you know one thing for for me i thought that what that that was awful Like I I, as 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 a gameplay, you know, like I wanted, if if I was going to be uh, uh team team Ellie, I would want wanted her to be to kill Abby, you know, uh, but it was basically all for naught. Like Ellie gets there the whole the whole game, she's she wants to take take on take on Abby, does it defeats her basically, just doesn't kill her, so all of it was for nothing. She lost everything. Dina's, Dina's like if you go, you're, right. I'm I'm not gonna be here, yeah. uh, for you. You're not you're not coming back, and uh, so she does all that. And what does she do? She just lets Abby live, and ruins her entire life. You know, like going back to going back to the uh, Pearl Jam song. You know, at the, that uh, at the beginning of the game when Joel uh, sings to her. You know, those the first first two lines. If I ever were to lose you, I'd surely lose myself. And she did. She lost herself. Uh, and she lost everything because of it. Yeah. Everything.
0: Now, don't you think that since she let Abby live that she kept hold of something? Part of her humanity. A part of the good that I think I just, still resides in her.
3: Yes. I th- but I sh- just wish she would have realized it sooner.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that cycle of and this is this is kind of what what I think Neil Druckmann has talked about a little bit This cycle of revenge it's just like tit for tat you know you know eye for an eye type thing we've we, we've always got to get revenge and and finally uh, unfortunately you know at the very end the cycle is completely broken cuz Abby's already broken it yeah she's done she's
0: already been trying to break it
2: yeah um but ellie you know to the last moment um you know she finally fully breaks the cycle yeah but um it kind of makes me cost? think what cost right that's it's what i was going to say going back say. to the thanos it, you know it, like yeah that's exactly what i was going to say everything costs yeah, everything yeah. and and obviously you find that out uh, at the very end of the game when she goes back to um goes back to the house and, and the house is c- completely cleared out. No one's there. The yep. only thing that's left is her stuff in that one room. Yep. Um, and
0: then you play guitar one last time and it is sad because yeah, you bit a off a couple fingers.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So she... Uh, I don't know what song she was trying to play. She I was don't playing know if I, was I ever... She was playing
0: the Pearl Jam song trying to. Yeah.
3: And days. She, again, you know, like now the song that Joel... Uh, taught her first uh, with that guitar um, she can't play anymore right you know just like you did it to yourself, Ellie. you did it to yourself. you could have yeah. had fingers, you could have had a family, you could have had a nice life. I mean like if this game ended at the farm, I would have been satisfied. yeah I would have been like, oh, okay you know this is this is this is you know a, a nice bow uh that is just done. Uh, to end the game you know they could ride they could sit on that uh tr- on that tractor if they sat on that tractor and looked off into the sunset which was beautiful by, by the way i took was. one screenshot in Me the too. entire game and that was the only one yep. i did and uh if it w- if that was the end of the game i would have been happy i would have been fine with it um yeah. but there was that looming you know, PTSD, you know, that moment where she's in that barn and she just loses it again. Um, I just, I just feel like Ellie, Ellie did this to herself. Um, and it's her own fault.
2: Yeah. And, and, and
3: I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I feel, I feel like I don't have no sympathy for her. Yeah. Uh, because, because of the choices that she she made. You know, Abby, like you said, Abby, Abby was. One and done. She's like, all right, I'm done. Get out. I'm, Everyone, everyone can continue killing each other, but I don't want to be a part of this. But Ellie just continued on, the, on that one path and yeah. she ruined, ruined everyone's lives, including her own.
2: Yep. And, and so I think the combination of the way that Joel died, at what point he died. And the fact that Ellie ne- never really gets revenge on Abby, those were the two huge gripes that people had with the game. and I think for some people they just completely discounted it the whole game because of those facts. and so that's why I think you see that 3.4 user score also yeah. because they review bombed the page but of course. Um, you know that's been that's been the huge things was that like Joel dies the way he does. And then then Ellie goes on this huge spree and doesn't end up even killing Abby at the end. So those were the the things that she had. Yeah, you have people that
0: that were so, you know, to go on with that, Mark, uh, you have so many people that they connected more with what Joel did in the first game, the awful things he did. I mean, he killed a whole bunch of people. He massacred a hospital. But for the most part, people got to the end of that and we're like but he saved Ellie he saved his quote unquote daughter and so there's that loyalty that emotion that i think a lot of people can't separate and they got that information that Joel died without context and so there was no transition and so i kind of understand why people are mad they they refuse to like it cuz sometimes it's hard to separate that loyalty to separate from that emotion that you have yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and so, and that's where I think it, it suffers from that Last Jedi type type of argument where, you know, and I, and I had this this issue too. Like, it just, it didn't play out the way I thought it should have played out. You know, I would hope that if Joel were to die that he would, you would get this glorious hero's death and it would be at the end of the game and they would tie up all the loose ends, but no. This is not that game. Nope. The Naughty Dog decided to make everything complicated. To make you think. Yep. To make you conflicted. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and I say, I say all these things, um, but Naughty Dog told a story that made me feel those things. Yeah. And I commend them for that. It yeah. didn't yeah. go the way I wanted it to go. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, they 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 told the story that they wanted to tell, and I had a fantastic time with it. As yeah. much as I didn't agree with some things uh, and and some of the choices that at uh, that Ellie made, um, I still love this game. Yeah, that's the I thing. Still love it
0: when you look at uh, something. I was thinking about uh, earlier today or yesterday when I was thinking about you know you know Mark bringing up why so many people hate you know not so many people why there are a large amount of vocal people that don't like or hate this game or are mad about Joel dying. Uh, when you look at, you know, when we play video games, we do it mainly for fun and we do it mainly to feel empowered or to, uh, you know, most of the time we want to agree with the motives and the end goal for the, the things we do. Save the world, save the girl, save the, this, save the, you know, do this, that, but this is not one yeah. of those games. And I think for some people, when you have that, you know, we're in God mode when we play video games, when we read books, when we watch movies, we see everything all at once. And it's easy to forget that people like Ellie, people like Abby, people like Lev, like they don't see the whole picture. And so they have to betray these characters as broken and as uh, as limited as imperfect because they are. They don't see everything like we see it. So we can't just be like, you're stupid. You made the worst. Yeah, sure, they made bad decisions, but at the same time, they made human decisions that we all make in this life because we don't have that godlike view. And we make some of those dumb decisions, maybe not obviously in the same way that murdering people and that kind of stuff. But wait, what? It, wait, you don't murder people? <laughs> you don't murder people? <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> and you know at at the same time this is art it brings and it's art based on the human condi- condition extreme emotion so it's exposing our extreme emotions it's exposing our human condition where we are and yeah uh, yeah
3: yeah the 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 just because there wasn't a nice bow at the end doesn't mean that this is not a great story uh, you know, you think of uh, the, you know Shakespeare, all the tragedies yeah. that that he had written.
0: Oh, this is uh, modern do Shakespeare.
3: Think, do you think? Do you think that just because uh, that that it was uh, it wasn't the way you wanted it to go? That it's a bad, it's a bad play, it's a bad story. No, those are those no. are unbelievably great stories. Uh, almost throughout Shakespeare, and that th- th- was there nice bows. No, there wasn't. And uh, was, there was not a nice bow in this one either, uh, but just because it didn't have a nice bow at the end doesn't mean that it's not a great, great game, which is which it is.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This game was all about. I think this game is not about, you know, the bow. It's about yeah. getting in people's shoes. It's all about perspective. I've, you know, you guys have maybe read the articles, seen the headlines that people think this game is about. You know, violence is bad. Or even, you know, and we've kind of mentioned it, revenge, the cycle of revenge is bad, which of course it is. And and there are definitely some degrees of that message being thrown out there, but it's deeper than that. It's deeper. It's about perspective. It's about getting in someone else's shoes. It's about how we as humans are so quick to judge, so quick to look at someone from our perspective alone and not considering the perspective of the other. And this game forces us to sit, to stand and rock and run and fight in the shoes of other people and to even then see them do that amidst each other like like having abby interact with lev and befriend her and everything that happened there i mean it was just all about perspective and i just loved the story for that i loved how it it caused us to get in other people's shoes and just get a perspective and how they take you through that i know now honestly it going back i i don't want to play this game again i don't even want to get the platinum but if they made a chronological version of the story, like where you get to play everything the exact order that it happened, I would be game for that. I had a hard time with the pacing of you know, half the first half of the game being Ellie, the second half being Abby. For me, I had a hard time. I felt like by the end of Abby's story, I was so disconnected from Ellie. And maybe that's what they wanted you to do. They wanted you that's to be pr- team. That's exactly what they wanted. And I didn't like that feeling. I didn't want to abandon Ellie. 'Cause I still feel like she can be a hero. Like there's still even at the end of this game, you talk about how, you know, she's she's gone, she's lost herself. But she's still I still there's still a part of her that wants to sacrifice herself for the cure. If that opportunity would come, I think she would still do it. So I still feel like there's a hero within Ellie's mind and heart. And and maybe for me that's like my dream part three of the last of us that they probably won't make, but if they do, I hope it's about the fireflies. I really missed the fireflies. I'm really glad that we didn't mention this, but after credits, the new title screen is the boat on the beach and Lev and Abby have made it to Catalina Island. And it's suggested that they've made it to the fireflies, which is a, which is a nice little subtle, happy, happy ending. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else that you wanted to share about?
3: um the game so you you were talking about last of us 3 uh i think predictions they will i think they will make one yeah uh but it's not gonna happen anytime soon no uh it it 10 years from now that's probably more likely think 10 um I, i i i think they're gonna they're i think naughty dog is not gonna do do one right away uh, I think it's going to be another another Ellie story. I'm fine with another but 7.
0: I, I think that they already did um, 7 years between part 1 and part 2. Just do 7 years again for part 2 to 3.
3: Yeah, I I don't think it's uh, 7 years. I mean like 7 years felt like a long time. Uh but after the divisive nature of this game, yeah, I think that's they're going to they're they're going to let it let it sit for a little bit before they do a third one, but I would love to see uh, uh, Last of Us Three, uh, where it completes Ellie's Ellie's journey. Yeah, uh, where they find a brain surgeon not that can do the surgery that can save the world. Um, I think that would be really cool um, if they did that. Now, will they do it in a bite-sized two-hour <laughs> game? <laughs> you know, I don't know, but I would like to. I would like to see that story finish because we didn't get any finality in anything in this game. It doesn't end. It just gives you just, she's walking away from the, from the farm and you don't know where she's going. Nope. So don't know, but I, I I do hope they make one, but I do hope also that they, they make something else like uncharted five or something, (laughs) or I love the uncharted games, but you know, um, I hear you. I don't think they should do one now. Uh, it it should be maybe Xbox One Two or PS Six, <laughs> something
2: like that. I think I think they're done at this point. I yeah. think they're done. I don't think they make a, a third one. I mean, they left it open a little bit. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think they're gonna go back to that. I mean, that's just. I could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And you can pull this up, however many years from now, and I'll be wrong. <laughs> but <laughs>
3: yeah, you're 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 not wrong. That's just your opinion.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. just how you feel. Um, but yeah, I I I don't think they they want to go back to this at this point. And I think to honestly to have that sort of like you know her opportunity to to be the cure. Um, while that would be nice, I think that would kind of negate what happened in this game. Um, and, and just the, the bleakness of, of how things ended up. I don't, I don't know if that would be the direction they would go. I mean, I could be wrong, but I guess we'll see.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I just, I, I just want Ellie to have the choice. That's, the, yeah. that's what drove me crazy about part one. And then in part two, I don't feel like it wasn't about choice. It was more like there wasn't good communication. We're having a breakdown of communication. Why couldn't Ellie and <laughs> Ellie and Abby just say, "Hey, we both you know we're both somewhat responsible for the death of each other's dads. So why don't we just you know shake hands because we're pretty much even like in terms of how things all shake down. I don't know. I just, if just people would talk a little better and get in each other's yeah. shoes, it would be such <laughs> That's a... That's just, just, yeah. just talk. <laughs> just drink a little, get some of that uh, extra coffee that Joel had and drink that and
2: have a talk. Yeah.
0: but Maybe yeah. play some guitar. Yeah, play a little guitar. Now, speaking of your prediction, Mark, I did want to go over all our... We don't have a bunch of predictions, but... Pat and I did have some predictions that I just want to give the official results to. Oh. Uh, we both said that Joel would die. We both get a point for that. Uh, let's see. I said that she would remain a hero or sacrifice herself. No, no I, don't I don't think, think so. That's a point. I don't think that's nope. a point. I'm going <laughs> to give myself point one of a point because she spared Abby's life in the end. When she All died. right point one okay. okay judges
3: okay they're gonna give it to all you. right
0: great point one uh joe and ellie will fight about the decision we both said that that would be an, a thing that would come up there yep. they would fight and they did uh yep. i did predict that it would happen at the beginning and then pat you predicted that it would be in flashbacks so i did bonus yes. points to you
3: Bonus point one for me. Yeah, right.
0: extra point one, and then my <laughs> bonus prediction was joke books and aliens.
3: Nope, womp, womp. no
0: joke books, just aliens. So
3: yeah, this is more serious than that. <laughs>
2: they stayed away from that.
0: But she did tell lots of jokes. She just didn't have a joke book, so those didn't show up. And the but aliens they are still had hiding.
2: Awesome collector trading cards, though they
0: did. Those trading cards were pretty, pretty funny, pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah so prediction results i'm gonna give it to pat i think you won the prediction so congratulations oh thank you i gave pat a thumb up for those that can't <laughs> see our live feed video that's not actually <laughs> live
3: and i bow to him like a samurai yep oh
0: you bow like a man of sushima all <laughs> right well i think that's it for this uh Last of Us 2 spoiler cast. I'm not even going to try to come up with a weird, stupid, whatever I come up with most of the time. You don't need to. Nope. If you'd like to connect with us, the Good Morning Guys, uh, beyond listening, remember to check us out on Twitter at the GMG Podcast or Discord. There's a link in our Twitter profile or in the show notes. Uh, If you are more old school and not much for social media, then you can email us at the good morning guys, all spelled out, at gmail.com. Then if you want to practice your radio voice, you can also call us at 929 GMG Guides. Leave a message, ask a question, and let your voice be heard. And with that, Mark and Pat, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four...